Coming up on episode 43 of Nosebleed Seats, it's a victory show. We talk lots of pigskin. We talk sex with ghosts and star-crossed homies. You betcha on the show everyone can afford to listen to. The Nosebleed Seats. It's about that time for some Nosebleed Seats. The show everyone can afford to listen to. It is episode number 43. 43. Can I shout out to just all little people? Because episode 43 is specifically going to my man, Darren Sproles. Oh, that's a great 43. Yeah, you're dang right it is. It is. I love Sprolesy, huh? How about another smaller running back? Bobby Rainey? Smaller than Darren Sproles? Bab, Bab, you're gonna I'd have to Bab, Bab, do some recon work for us uh, whenever you get a chance. Who's bigger, Bobby? Who? Bobby Rainey. Bobby Rainey. What, he was in the league for like three days. He spent a weekend couple in the years, NFL. Couple years. Did he really? Yeah, he bounced around a little bit. I know he's from Tampa. Former Gator. Forty-three. Might have spent some time with the Falcons. Any other forty-threes, Bab? Troy Palmolive. Oh. The Pittsburgh Steeler fan himself, Bab shouts out the greatest 43 of all time. How did I miss that? I don't know. Darren Sproles is just, I don't know. There's something about that little body of his that I know just you, gets me going. You hate the Steelers, Wolchuk, but what about a common stars number? Okay. The old enforcer from the mid-2000s, Philippe Boucher. Oh, Philippe Boucher, yes. Is that Boucher with a B or with a D? B. Okay, so not Boucher. Uh Darren Sproles is smaller than uh, the other guy, Bob Rainey, by two inches. Ooh, two inches. Two inches. Hey, two inches is a lot, man. That is a lot. Jeez, Darren Sproles is teeny. Super teeny, super tiny. Shout out to D Sproles, episode 43. This one's for you, bro. We are the Nosebleed Seats. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. It is another special show. This time it's not just a victory for me. It's also a victory to Eric. So... It's time, Bab. Hit it, baby. It's a victory show. Back to Prescott's left. This is a blitz, and they throw a slant to Dez, and he caught it and broke away 40, 30, 20, a block from Beasley, and into the end zone, and there's your big play. Prescott to Bryant for 50. Yeah, baby. A little bit of, oh, my gosh, Dez caught it. Wait, Des Bryant's a good receiver. He can still catch the ball. He's what? still got it in, man. He's still got it buried in there somewhere. Des Bryant is still the 88. We know and love throw PX. We the boys. Gosh, Desbians all over the country were just Woo! shoving all over the place, weren't they? Big time, baby. It was rough early, but the dub is ours. Cowboys sweep the Giants. Seven and six. Season still alive. Big time win. For the Dallas Cowboys. Does it feel a lot better than six and six? Five hundred? Because huh. last week six huh. and six was the greatest thing huh. you've ever imagined. Yeah. Now seven and six is here and you're torquing a thousand times more than seven last week. Seven and six is so much better than six and six. And I can only imagine, dare I say it, what eight and six will be like. Oh no. Hey, listen, man. It's all up to NFC East. You know how that goes. Yep. He, uh, he's been up and down. He's been wishy-washy. That guy and I, man, we still got bad blood. I don't know that I trust him. How could you? But the Cowboys won. And I don't know that it has anything to do with NFC Shield. I think it's got a lot to do with number quattro, number four. Why'd you do that? Dak Prescott. Why can't he just be number four? 
Why do you have to be number Quattro? I thought Quattro would have added a little bit of zesty flair. Little flavor? No, little it bit. did add some zesty flair. But four is four. Rat a tat 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 tat. Thank you, Michael knows. He knows everything. Maybe I was trying to get over to Cuba or Miami, I should say, where a lot of the Cuba. Cuban oh, trying to Hispanic trying to bite, my, trying to bite my Miami ties. Yes, yes, yes there I, we I'm go. I'm a fan of it. I'm a the fan Chi -Chi of it. The Chi over here across from me, his Miami Dolphins, they dare win a game. Hey, we'll get ah! Miami wins the game. Miami wins the game. Dude, I'm so glad Michael Irvin came to hang out with us today, and we didn't even know it until just now. It's like he just comes up and surprises us out of nowhere. Oh, Mike's here, live and show. He like, pops in, boom, pops out. Now I don't even know where he is. Super unprofessional, but we love having him. Oh, all the time. You're never going to say, Michael Irvin, no, you can't come on the podcast. No, it's always, always come yes. on the podcast. I want yes. Mike. If Michael Irvin could come on our podcast every single week, just all over it, it would be phenomenal. Come where? All over it. I'm in. Michael Irvin? Sure. He gets down. Remember when he got weird with Rich Eisen? Oh, that did get weird. Heading in that guy. My Man, goodness. But I, Rich Eisen. <laughs> I, I'd do that myself with Rich. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? So the Dolphins win. We'll get into that in a moment. But, but it's the, time. the thing that matters the most. The, the, yeah. yeah, these seven and six Cowboys kind of take priority as of course they, they are do. still alive uh, and just an overall better. Seven and six and headed to the Super Bowl, team, right? Football organization. I mean, heck, yeah, it was. So I am actually. Flying back from a wedding that I went to in Michigan this past weekend. Gosh, we're going to have to get to that. Yeah. I need to know what wedding Walchuk's like. We'll get to that a little bit later. Are you Vince Vaughn or are you Owen Wilson? We'll have some story time. Eh, maybe a little bit of both. Either way, know. you're going hard. I know Will you're Ferrell, going hard. I think, I think. Oh, you got Will. Oh, so yeah. you went to a funeral. More, more than. It's a little dark. No, no, no. No, it's cool, man. That's your thing. Pulling mad. Crazy horny. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are, dude. I know you are. Cowboys no, victories will do that to you, dude. They, they do, do, that. do that to you. Randy, baby. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Wait, but so you were at a wedding I'm trying to watch back. football? No, no, no. I'm flying back from Michigan that day. So, I'm at the airport. I load, get on the plane, board it. Second half of this flight, I'm watching the Cowboy game. So, I got to see the entire second half of the game while on the air. 10,000 feet on the plane. Oh, wow. So, so this you is did how your I'm game notes. So you did your game notes on an airplane. Like, people must be in the back. Like, like what, do, what is this guy doing? Screaming, yeah. cursing? Like, I know how you get during these Cowboys games. Are you? Did you even... Are you covered in barbecue sauce? Did you act like it was your house and you're just in this airplane doing your game notes for the Nosebleed Seeds podcast? No, no barbecue, no honey mustard, no ranch. I did have peanuts and uh, kind of like oh, Chex-Mex kind of stuff. That is not ideal. That's not victory food, though. And a nice ginger ale. Always wash it down. Plain ginger ale is always good. Especially you know, if you got a little upset tummy. Always like to fly with a nice ginger ale. Yeah, no, it's really good. I don't it's know kinda, what it is. It's the classier of the sodas. It's like, yeah, give me a ginger ale. I never drink them otherwise, but on a flight, it's like it tastes better. Especially when in coach. Oh, gosh. Got to do anything you can to make coach better. But this might have been the greatest flight ever because I got to enjoy the second half Love of coach. this one. And the first half was pretty boring. But here you go, Bab. Let's just get right into it. This is... Uh, this is kind of how it was. I think Bab was about to come up with a stat or something. Bab, Bab, oh, Bab is, you got a stat? Oh, no. he was fired up. He's fully loaded here. No, I was just going to ask if you were doing cocaine with Chris Forrester on Why? the plane. the hell would you ask that? Wait, I were you know. in Buffalo? Did you go up to Buffalo for that powder? There was powder? a lot of powder in Buffalo. I was going to say, DeForster was at the game. You didn't Michigan. see him there? He was just freaking swan diving into that powder. Flew out of Detroit. Yeah, he had a... If, if, 
if DeForster hadn't relapsed yet, he did on Sunday in I'm Buffalo. Nowhere near Buffalo. <laughs> well, should we start? DeForster this thing? was, huh? What do we? Oh yeah, we got the on the plane <laughs> game notes. No barbecue sauce. This is probably gonna suck, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's get to it. All right, Cowboys and Giants, best rivalry in football. Giants suck. Giants suck. Giants suck. Hey, Sheila Manning, go f- yourself. Digging these new cowboy pants. Giants uniforms still look like. <laughs> oh, Dak Prescott, so fresh, so clean. Hey, Jason Pierre-Paul, take your three fingers and shove them up your. Hey, Dez, oh catch God. the football. Johnny on the spot, Mr. Rod Smith. Are the Cowboys really that? F- Bad this year that we've got to have Charles Davis on the call. Dak Prescott repping that one glove look to perfection. Suck my big New York running on you all afternoon. Who the f- is this guy named Munson? Mark the date and time, ladies and gentlemen. Terrence Williams made a catch with his hands. I think Charles Davis literally just makes things up. Beasley. Never mind, never mind. Terrence Williams still can't f- catch. Ooh, roughing the passer. You can't do that, giant scum. Oh, Zach Martin, lead blocking, pulling guard, sexual. Can we just never throw the football to Terrence Williams? Because bad things will happen. Dak, I love you, but that was a terrible throw. Start the game with a 700 play drive and come away with three points? Eli Manning, you are such a Oh, Sean Lee, you've got me raging, baby. Hitchens and Lee, best linebacker in tandem in football. Looks like the Cowboys deeds forgot how to f- tackle. What a catch by James Hanna. Oh, Dez, no. Oh, now Beasley dropped one. The Giants. Dan Bailey missed a field goal. Cowboys are going to blow this game against the sh- Giants. Throw up the eggs, mother liquors. Sean Lee is such a savage. Dayton Jones. Excellent coverage, Jordan Lewis. F*** him up, baby. Boys Young Secondary. F*** balling. The magician Dak Prescott. What the F? Dan Bailey's missed two field goals. Sean Lee, best defensive player in the NFL. F*** all the haters. Cole Beasley, baby. Dak with a dime to win. We're on top. Go Rod, go Rod, go Rod, Rod Smith. Yeah, the Cowboys are so damn good, baby. Wow. Rod Smith with his second touchdown. Ho, 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 ho. Welcome to the league, baby. Sweep of the bitch, tit, giants. I love it. We're going to the playoffs. Man, that was a vulgar plane ride that you were on. There were no children around me. Are you and, sure? Uh, how no many one, moms came up to you and tapped you on the shoulder and said, none. what the F? Hero, I was sitting towards the back. It was a full flight, but you know what? I just said earmuffs, kids, and I did my thing. And quite frankly, if anybody didn't like what they heard. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> get out of here. I'm watching the Cowboys. Haters going to hate, dude. You know that. Always a bunch of haters. A lot of haters, man. A lot of haters. Well, sounds like you are, one, a big Giants hater. Like, they seemed like to bring hate out of you more than even the Redskins did. Like, your vitriol on this was at an all-time high. There's something about the Giants that just pisses me off. Is it? It's the Giants. It was also the fact that we let them hang around. The Cowboys just did things to allow the Giants to hang around in this football game. I mean, it was 10-10 going into the fourth quarter. I kept looking at the score. I I thought they were going to lose. I didn't watch the game, but I kept seeing, yeah, 10-10, 10-10. And then I blinked an eye, and now Rod Smith is the best running back in football. Dak Prescott's on his way to a... MVP caliber finish to the season and the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. It's 30 to 10. I'm like, what the heck just happened? I literally went to the bathroom, came back, 
and I'm getting the notification. And that's really all you needed to know. So is Rod Smith like God? Zeke Elliott? We don't need him. Like, yeah. Zeke, who, stay in Cabo. Zeke, look. Keep C- training. Come back when you're ready, but we've got Rod Smith right now. Yeah, like we're good. Like Oakland, watch out. Rod Smith's about to feast all over your children. And we talked about this. I don't know how Jalen Smith play, played, but is Rod Smith is the best Smith on the Cowboys roster. Uh, as of today, yeah. And it ain't even close. And they got a lot of Smiths. Rod Smith, 81-yard touchdown. Rod Smith, 15-yard touchdown run. I heard he did some blocking. Rod that Smith, was really good. doing it all. Play special teams. Woo. I'm a big Rod Smith fan. He's the Saquon Barkley of the Dallas Cowboys. Rod Smith might need to start calling some offensive plays. Really? To get himself more involved. Doing some, yeah, yeah. You, know? you can't get Rod uh, Smith involved enough. We can't get him enough. the ball enough. So we're going to need to figure out how to get Rod Smith the football more. And Alfred Morris still ran pretty well. So the Cowboys finally had, we saw it last week against the Redskins in the second half. This week, they're finding that groove, that that groove between one, two. How are we going to utilize Morris? How are we going to utilize Rod Smith? It's gelling right now. It looked good. It took a while to start really working. I mean, the Cowboys had great drives but couldn't just get in the damn end zone until the fourth quarter. Like the final nine minutes of the game, they put up like 20 points or it something ridiculous. You had a Sean Lee interception, set him up inside the 30, 25-yard line or he so. He Paul Hammy again? No. Is he back on the injury He's good report? to go. He's flying around making plays, looking You're like the best kidding. player on the planet. Yeah. You're kidding. Tyron Smith? Tyron Smith did the same thing, as he always does. Freaking badass. Iron Man. Yep, didn't even need to, uh, you, you know what Tyron Smith's doing out there. Young DBs, young DBs, how they look in Cheeto. I know Orlando didn't play, did he? Orlando Skinner was out, and I can't say I missed him. Really? Okay. So yeah. you liked what you saw, Jordan I lo- Lewis. Lo- look, there's You there's gave Jordan a shout-out in your game. Jordan notes. Lewis, I thought, had a really good game, and he struggled at times this year, so you got to give him some love when he performs. I thought Xavier Woods did a nice job. He stepped up, played in the slot some. I like him back there. I always just have a confidence factor in Xavier Woods. He's a player to me that I think is just going to get better and better, and I feel like he know, he's he got the instincts to just find a way to be in the right spot. Cheeto is the reason Sean Lee got a pick. Broke up the ball, up in the air. Sean Lee's a master at these kind of interceptions because he's always trailing the play, running to the football. Oh, tip drill. Boom, here I am underneath it. I'll field it like a punt. Turnover. Bam. Young player growth, man. You saw it. So you saw it right before your eyes. It happened. Those three are going to be really good. Anthony Brown, I think he's got to work his way back in there, but he didn't do anything that I was like, wow, that was shockingly bad. There were moments on crossing patterns, especially there was a drive the Cowboys took Lee off the field just to give him some uh, rest, I suppose. Charles Davis talked about that on the call as well. My what's your What's your beef with Charles, by the way? I never liked Charles Davis. Why? There's something about he's so happy Davis. go lucky. It's like why? Why do you hate him? You must just be negative Nancy during all these games. What do you think? He's a Cowboys no, hater too. You I think everybody's think a says, Cowboys hater? No, I don't think Charles Davis is a Cowboys hater whatsoever. I just he does a lot of draft coverage, and I've never really thought that he was that talented. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's a big old slap in the face to Chuck. Look, I feel like he probably works hard. He's okay. He's not probably the worst. works hard. Look at you. You're already doubting his work ethic. But I'm just not. never met him. But why do you? I'm I mean, not an over fan. Look, when he's working the fourth game on Fox with the Cowboys and Giants were, which is a slap in the face. I don't care if the Giants are two and ten. Yeah, the ratings are going to bear different. 
You guys got disrespected. We got this shafted. Week. We got shafted, no doubt. And that's fine. Rams and Eagles was a phenomenal football game. Do that. That's cool. And then you had but to listen to Charles Davis for three hours. That is the thing that bothers me. And I like Burkhead or Burkhard or whatever the heck his name is. I hope it's Burkhard. Something Kevin. Just for everyone's sake, He's good. except for his, I hope but it's Charles, Burkhard. But Charles, and the fact that Dean Blandino was the third one on there, and I hate Dean oh, Blandino. Why? Who, who, why? What did he ever do to you, Cowboys for, fan? Uh, what did he not do? What did he do to he Desmond? He stole a Super Bowl appearance from us. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Kevin Burkhart. Dang it. Kevin Burkhardt, I'm, I apologize that I did not heart. say your name correctly. He's good. He's got a bright, bright future. You Charles have Davis no there. idea how bad I wanted that to be Burkhard. Great. It was freaking disappointed. What I'm more disappointed got? than you were when you flipped on the TV at noon instead of three because Cowboys are not primetime and you heard Charles Davis's voice welcome you into the Fox broadcast. Gosh, you must have been throwing your peanuts everywhere in coach. Like, what the hell? I was actually sitting on Ruby Tuesday waiting to board. Ruby Tuesday. I haven't been to Ruby Tuesday <laughs> since the day I was born. I had never been to a Ruby Tuesday. So I've always seen the ads, I, and this was the first time I've been. Okay, tell me about it. I don't even it. know where their one is in tell, locally here. I don't know where. You're so right about that. I think maybe North Richland Hills off 820. There's something. There's a flashback for me that I've never been there, but I've driven by it. That's something tells me there's a Ruby, Ruby Tuesday off you gave H, me, 820. You gave me an intersection. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. So you're like, this is where the Ruby Tuesday I'm laying is. it on pretty thick with this Ruby Tuesdays. I've never been there, though. Is it good? It was average. But it was also in an airport, and I feel like you're never going to get... What'd you order? A grilled chicken sandwich. Oh, grilled. I did. Really? Look at you. Well, I had been swimming up, I had been boozing all weekend, which we'll get to, and I felt like I just needed something. I didn't want... Wedding hangover. Yeah, I just needed something a little pretend healthier. I I thought even ordering a salad. You did. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't I because did. that would have been <laughs> What has gotten into you? Walter goes to Michigan, comes back a new, like a brand new man. Would he have gotten biggest L of the week for that yes. if he had? We're not even doing biggest L of the week, but he would definitely 100% get it. By, like a, by a lot. They've got that salad bar you can pay for it. It's unlimited trips. Do you want? They'll bring you some oh, chicken and stuff. kind of just a bottomless salad? They've got that, or I, I thought about ordering a salad <laughs> on the menu. I'm going to start a restaurant and have that bottomless salad <laughs> option. <laughs> there you go. Walchick will be there for sure. Opening night, Ruby Tuesdays. So no, it, I think you usually want to go grease, though. Right? I usually want to go, like, fried stuff after a, after a long night of wedding of drinking. That. A ton of that. Oh, you've been eating, like, crap and drinking a lot. White Castle. Oh, oh really? White Castle? I've never had White Castle either. Ruby Tuesdays we'll in White Castle. This. I've never had. We're ruining a segment for later. Are we really? Yes. What more questions do you have for me regarding the Dallas Cowboys dominance? Uh, grilled chicken sandwich. What were the sides? It was just fries. Okay. Okay. Ruby Tuesdays, man. Shout out to them. Hopefully, maybe they'll sponsor the show if you're such a big fan. I mean, you clearly loved it. Clearly. Looked like the salad. You missed out on the salad. Should get that next time. So... I mean, I guess you're on a plane, you're watching the Cowboys victory, you're not covered in barbecue sauce, so you're like 50% happy, but it's 30 to 10 and great. Cowboys, is there anything you're just worried about? What did you see? What are the things that are still like, oh no, we're playing Oakland this week and this scares me? There's still, like I said, errors in coverage in terms of crossing patterns. Uh, I think guys are uncertain of which man they're supposed to pick up. I couldn't, I didn't get the coach's film. So I got to look at, would have to Not yet. have that you to will. look at. You'll get the coach's film. Tackling was an issue in the first half, no doubt about it. Demarcus Lawrence, which uh, I think is some audio we might have later on, verbally was very upset with how Good tease, by the he's way. not getting any calls. He's getting held left and right. 
And hopefully now the NFL will take notice because the Cowboys defensive line has been stripped naked out there at times. God, no, it's so call. sexy, though. And offensively, uh, I thought Dak, Dak is the reason I'm this... We had been critical on Dak a little bit. He had not played well the last month of the year. Sounds like he didn't play well for the first three quarters of the game. No, he had uh, a lot of drops. Des dropped two big plays. Oh, Will Beasley okay. dropped one. Terrence Williams Terrence is good Williams. for like 10 drops a game. Yeah. So he was not getting help, but he was very good. Why hasn't... I don't get why Terrence Williams wears gloves on his hands and not on his, on his, t- on his titties. <laughs> right? Like, if you're going to catch... Like, why you're trying to catch the ball, right? And you use your cleavage, Terrence, so why wouldn't you stick them up? You know, get them all sticky with the gloves. You don't even need them on your hands. I'm sure he's not blocking either. He blocks. Does he? He's a decent blocker. All right. Sorry, Terrence. But like you said, saying my wide receiver is a really good blocker is like saying my tackle is really fast. Yeah, my my left tackle is fast as hell. So there you go. My safety's got a cannon of an arm. You should see it. Overall, I was I was pleased with the Cowboys. Uh, there was a little sluggish. Dan Bailey missing two field goals. What That's weird. happened That's there? That's a weird that thing. He's still got that groin, though, man. I'd that groin say, issue. You never know. But I'd say hopefully that's a fluke. So things are looking positive heading into Oakland. Hopefully it continues. For the Giants, though, man, the fans did not show up. That stadium looked dead, and they just looked terrible. What if Dan Bailey just needs like a massage, like a post-practice groin massage? Would you be massage? willing to go up there and give that to him? A little rub down? I was thinking about asking you the same thing. Oh, would I do it? Yeah, would you? You've I got softer hands. This is true. I'm a lotioner. Always have been. I know, and you have a lot of lotion at your place. Yeah. So I just every room. You can get lotion anywhere. I've got place. like hand lotion because they get a little ashy in the winter. But in terms of the you gotta oils grease up those the, elbows, bro. You gotta grease. Yeah. You got even your face, bro. Like I go. I know. There you go. Lotion so on the face. You've got the herbal essences and whatnot to really give that uh, one a good rub down. I'd hook up Dan. You should. We should get him on. I'll email Bab. him. Thank you. Yeah, Bab, get a hold of him for us. So Cowboys are seven and six and rolling. We'll break down their playoff chances a little bit later. But Eric, your Dolphins on Monday Night Football in front of a national stage. Finally, you buried the lead there, man. I mean, the Dolphins game, Monday Night Football. <laughs> I don't know why we, it took us 15 minutes to get to it. That's well, no, appalling. the lead was really... Oh, there it is. Uh-oh. Give it to me, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who do you the ball with Khalifa? Like no when you have a team, I need to figure out this guy's name because he's a brilliant soul. Shows how much you know. I love him. Did you actually watch the game this week? Miami Dolphins, Miami <laughs> Dolphins number one. Yes, dude, it was Monday Night Football National Television. We're in our throwback uniform. They looked awesome. They Are should those go back not to the those. Co- I know, They dude. should just go back to those. I loved them. I Bad loved the helmet. ass, the helmet. Yeah, the helmet's the bomb. The jerseys are great. Even the end zones were painted a different color. Yes, I enjoyed Hard Rock it. was jumping, man. It looked good. Don't you like the stadium? I did. Looks pretty cool. At night, it looks cool. During the day, it's like, eh, I can tell you just threw some makeshift roof on I know a that. guy that's went to Wrestlemania at that stadium though said it was very disappointing and it's in a terrible area yeah yeah it's in Miami Gardens so it's kind of just like no man's land a little bit but it, but it's a cool stadium whatever it was Dolphins won dude why do you even stop it like <laughs> well it? it didn't look good Dolphins early uh, it, bad cut 54 it looks great here. early we started out cut 54 up here my friend um we're up six Rexburg had did what he could oh gosh were you texting with him huh. I was doing more than that I bet. 
Brady under center. A give to Burkett. Runs it left. Inside yeah. defender and diving to the end zone. Yeah. And he cut it upfield. And he scores for the Patriots. Tied at 6-all here in the second. So then they decided to go away from Rex Burkett. I don't know if Rex got hurt or what happened. The second half, I didn't see him on the field. And that's when the Dolphins started doing all their buku guku stuff. Like cut 59 bad. This amazing touchdown to Jarvis freaking Landry. Juice! Second and goal from the four. Cutler back to throw again. Looking. Fire. Right open. Touchdown. Jarvis Landry, his second of the night. Nobody around him, Jimmy. Wide open. Two yards deep in the end zone. His second touchdown. Wow. What a performance by this team. What a freaking performance. Thank you, Joe Rose. Gosh, I love Joe Rose. If you don't know Joe Rose, Google him. He's got a huge face, huge head. Former Dolphin player. Now and that's he's why a radio you love host. him. No, he's a great guy. You just like the big heads. I love big heads. God, I knew you did. Always have. You have one? You can see it. Okay, so. You're literally looking at it. Kenyon Drake looked great. Cutler didn't play terrible. The Dolphins have a weird offense, which you can explain to me in a second. The defense smothered Tom Brady. The defense was all over him. That's How was, amazing was this? Was were were you naked in your boxers eating barbecue? I wasn't naked in my boxers. I was naked, period. Oh. Like, there's no boxers when you're naked. Me. Like, Excuse me. Get it right. Excuse me. And, yes, it was beers, 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 beers. Wings, 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 wings. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It was a great night. We were all over Brady, smothering him. And it was surprising because our defense hasn't really done that a whole lot this year. And we played the Patriots two weeks ago, and they dominated us. First time since 1991 the Patriots have not converted a third down in a single game. 0-11. 0 for 11. That is incredible. On third down. Just didn't make any sense to me. I was flabbergasted. I kept waiting for, okay, here's the moment. Here's the moment where we blow this. Here's the moment where we blow this. And then... 27-20, final score. Wow. Holding off. We ne- First of all, we never do well on national television. We always get smoked. So every for the world to see Monday Night Football, John Gruden, headline Tuesday morning, Dolphins blow. And uh, just couldn't have been more. What do they blow? That's Krista Forster. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, There's man. your answer, bud. So, I mean, I don't really know what to say other than big, big surprise. Coach Adam Gase, hats off to you, man. Belichick got out-schemed, and that never happens. Our offense, I was, we were see, I was seeing stuff that I had never seen before. He was mixing that up. Drake was phenomenal, and it's funny. You mentioned it. The Dolphins' offense is just like every pass play is just like, try, just like one yard. And then you just depending on nothing but yards after catch every single time. It's like Jarvis Landry for one yard, and if he ended up getting 10, it's because he ran 10 yards. Like every single catch he makes, he's having to run because he's catching the ball at the line of scrimmage or like three feet in front of it. It's crazy, and I'm in, I know nobody cares about individual fantasy teams, but I was watching the game with a buddy of mine, and we were in a heated battle. He had Landry, I had Drake, and he's like, dude, you don't have to worry about it. If it's not a route that's three yards or less, they're not throwing to Jarvis. And it's so true. All of his plays are like five yards and under. Yep. That's all they do. It's a little drag, a little screen, let Jarvis run. He had like nine catches for 40-something yards. Like if, if you get nine catches in a and game, most of the time those guys have like at least 80 yards, if not 100 yards. He's got like 88 catches for like 700 yards this year. That's the crazy. The one time they threw it down the field was that little uh, post, or not, it was just a go. Might have been a wheel route even with Jakeem Grant. 
wide open. Oh, Little that man. Been it. Shout out to Darren Sproles. Shout out to Jakeem Grant. That could have been it to put the game away, and he just couldn't hold on. I know. But he did get himself one, Jakeem. He did. Grant. And he was a great Texas catch. Tech. Awesome Texas Tech. Catch. The dude's like 5'6". Man, he's fast as balls. You said shout out to the 43. It's all about the little man. Let's give the little man credit. Give it to him, man. Jakeem Grant, I love you. It was beautiful. It's the first time you've really done anything positive in a Dolphins uniform, so thank you for arriving on Monday Night Football against the hated Patriots and Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady in his career at Miami is 7-9. and nine. It's crazy. Like, we give the guy fits, man. What is it about Miami? Is it the humidity? Just gets to him? I don't know. It's Maybe that's a factor, surely, especially early in the season when it's hot as balls, like in September. You know, but then it's the same advantage when Miami has to go to New England, like in December, and it's cold, and it looks like it did in Buffalo, and Chris Forster's there. It's always a tough time. <laughs> always He's a tough time the for the Dolphins. Won't leave face in the, Anywhere there's in powder, the white powder. Just pounds and pounds, inches and inches of powder blowing in crosswinds. Oh, man. You can find Chris Forster. Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, congratulations to I you, my it. friend. The Dolphins win. The Cowboys win. We're celebrating together all hey, we still so have long. A, we still have a chance at a Dolphins-Cowboys Super Bowl, and that's just a beautiful thing. That is How incredible is that? True. Man. If that, I've been so faithful to the Dolphins this year, man. I haven't jumped off the bandwagon no, at all. Like it's I've like been, you've been watching every game. I've been so into it. I knew this was going to happen. Like, been I've been glass it. half full. I've been glass half full. You have been. I was just waiting for the turnaround, and I think we finally got it. Smoking Jay Cutler's on Monday Night Football, slinging the rock. Yeah, it's Kenyon not like Drake said Matt Moore's better. Here's mean, another thing. It's like crazy. Here's another thing. Kenyon Drake, TJ Yeldon, Derrick Henry, and Alvin Kamara were all on the Alabama roster at one time. Unreal. Al Kamara ended up going to Tennessee, and now he's like the best running back in football. You know that Alvin Kamara? Yeah, except for Rod Smith, dude. Can you imagine how amazing that is for Alabama? They had four of those guys, and they're all badasses. It's not surprising because it's Alabama, but yeah, it, it's just it just goes to show you, and especially one transfers. And oh, by the way, in between there, they've also had Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson, and yada yada yada, boo 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 boo. Who else? Nick Saban for governor, man. That's Both star, bro. Say. Nick Saban for governor. Man, that dude knows how to get running backs on his roster as Alabama prepares. For that game against Clemson in the college football playoff. Next up on the Nosebleed Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. Now is the time of my show where I look across from me at the newly single Eric Chiafalo and I said to Ooh, myself, Oh, spoiler alert, look at you. Hey, Eric, what's the biggest Thanks L? Thanks for putting that week? out there. <laughs> Let's hit the e-spot, huh? Are we hitting the e-spot? I don't even know, man. You sent the run sheet today, Bleephole. I, I put or. I want to be mad at you, but I can't because this freaking music is just Are we hitting the east spot? Phenomenal. Oh, yes. Of okay, course. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's Doesn't redo. The music Let's redo. Already... Let's okay. redo. Let's redo. Yeah, because yeah, you fumbled that. My nah. God. On me, I accept responsibility. Redo. Uh, listeners, just reset the last three seconds. Morgan. And now it is time for on the No Split Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, yep. producer Bab. Mm -hmm. I look across from me at the extremely fly, extremely fresh, newly single and ready to mingle Damn, Eric Chiafalo. And I say, hey, E. What's up? Let's hit that E spot. That felt better. God, that felt so much better. Thank God, dude. <laughs> Thank God for the rewind button. Imagine if we were doing this live, Walchuk. Just fumble that right on air. Sheesh. 
I'm not gonna get mad at you though. I'm not gonna get mad at you, and here's why. It's a victory show, baby. It's a victory bleeping show. We got Earth, Wind, and Fire hanging out with us, and we're gonna hit the E spot. We got some good stuff, man. I, I don't know if we got. Off. It's getting hot in here. Pasties. It is getting hot. It is getting hot in here. And let's get super hot with Mr. Jalen Ramsey, former FSU guy, so I kind of hate him, but now he's in Jacksonville, and he's probably, what, the best damn corner in football? Yeah, hard to say he's not. He's getting in fights with A.J. Green. He's always talking bleep, and this week he got extra sassy. Ooh. That's why he gets the sassy athlete of the week. Mr. Jalen Ramsey, for his comments before the Seahawks game, which they ended up being like a WWE fest, Jacksonville comes out in victory. This is him before the game, and they ask him. I don't even know what they ask him, but he gets a little sassy. Can it be a statement game for you guys? Because of who they are? What's their record? 84, same as yours. Right. Former Super Bowl chance, perennial playoff contender. All right, we were sorry last year, but we're not this year. We ain't talking about last year. Y'all gotta stop, man. Y'all gotta stop doing that, man. In media, y'all do that too much. Y'all be hyping people up. Y'all hype teams up. Stop doing that, man. Y'all gotta stop doing that. It's a new year. It's a new week. Everything. It's new big dogs in the, in, in around the NFL. Y'all stop doing that. Stop hyping people up. How much? Stop hyping people up. Sassy Bridges, Mr. Ramsey. Jalen, and I love the guy now. Like, he's not a Seminole anymore, so I love him. He's talking crap. He's getting in fights, and he is a stud. I love him. He is so freaking good. He's a pit bull, dominating, locking down people, and he's right. What have you done for me lately? This is a today NFL, and a lot of times we do kind of live in the past and give a team a pass because of who they used to be. Well, thank you, Jalen Ramsey, for hitting the E-spot. Let's move on seamlessly. If I'm going to throw an FSU guy in there, I got to put some Miami Hurricanes in there. Oh, and that's some why. Canes? That's why we Canes, got dog. The, yeah. that, the that's, that's so Georgia. That's Georgia. That's so Miami of the week goes to Clinton Portis and Santana Moss. Now, I don't know if this is old audio or if this is brand new. But they used to play for the Redskins. Sean Taylor, formerly of the uh, of the University of Miami and the Washington Redskins. Rest in peace, my man. R.I.P. All three of them went to the University of Miami and then played together in Washington. And Clinton Portis hears him telling a story about how they used to, all three of them, used to take Hennessy shots before each NFL game that they played. Shots of Henny? Shots of Henny. They're calling it that yak. Like, I don't even know. It sounds insane. It sounds so Miami, and that's why Clinton Porter, Santana Moss, you get that so Miami of the week. Myself, Santana, and Sean, prior to the game, we would take a little shot, like, damn, you know, take a little shot. What are you taking a shot of? Yeah, we were drinking Henderson. So, me, Santana, and Sean, we did this for a year and a half before anyone knew. It was never two, three, four shots. It was, you know what? Here it go. Let's go. Bean, let's go ball. From that point, we did it every game. All of a sudden, Coach Zorn come in, and, oh, yeah, guys are taking sips for Sean. So, who knew this whole time? That's, like, one of the coolest things ever, by the way. And I guess that's been the secret sauce for the Miami Dude, Hurricanes. Dude, think how cool that is. Like, y'all are broskies from college, just winning natties together. Yeah. And then, hey, we're here with the Washington Redskins, a just terrible franchise and organization. We don't care. Let's just freaking get hammered on Henny right before the game. Go out there, still ball out, lose, of course, because for the Redskins. But, but put up numbers, Clinton Portis. We still earn our fat checks, son. Dude, I just think it's one of the coolest things, and that's, I guess, the secret sauce. I think for, like, the last decade, Miami decided to stop taking Hennessy shots before the game. 
and this year obviously they started taking hennessy shots before the freaking game and now we're playing in the orange bowl dude where do they keep that turnover chain because the dolphins could have used it last night the dolphins really could have used it you're so right they should get one with a big old dolphin on there how Ooh, pimp would that be pimping. i would dig that yeah uh the u chain is like you can't it's the most sacred thing ever they got that thing in this most secret place they got it stored up locked they got security guards like you're not getting it so there. we can't get a picture oh wearing it doing everything to it oh no dude no you only a select very select group. i thought you were one of them no unfortunately literally only the coaching staff and the players not even all the players just the ones that force the turnovers get to Let's even be around that chain dude ray lewis walks back and says i want to play with that chain ray lewis is probably getting in ray lewis is in the vip club there's some there's a select few of vip club i'm sure clinton portis and the Hennessy man Santana Moss are as well. Let's get back on track because we still got more people to hit the E spot. Thank you, Clinton Portis and Sorry. Santana Moss. I'd love to just redirect this second. No, you're good. Now we got a throwback of the week. Oh, I love throwbacks like the Muni. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Cleveland Browns, we got a little throwback for them. They gaffed their Sunday afternoon. And uh turns out the some audio dropped this week. From whenever they drafted Johnny Manziel. Oh. Let's go back in time for throwback of the week and hear the excitement. How elated this bar full of Browns fans and radio hosts are when they draft Johnny Manziel. With the 22nd pick of the 2014 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Yeah, they've won like two games since then. That was like three years ago. Maybe four. Wow. Yeah. So that's a nice little throwback of the week. Just dipping our toe in some Cleveland Browns disappointment. What the hell happened to them? And not, it's not only is their organization absolutely stupid, but their fan base is too. Why don't you just hire Jim Brown to do it all? Okay. Let him play for you still. I'm like not even kidding. I'm pretty sure Jim Brown has like Alzheimer's or something. Dude, why would you say that if you don't know? That's I, that's why I said I'm pretty sure. I didn't Bab, say it. As I a hope fact. he doesn't, so I can just point out how big of a doucher Eric is. Bab, can we figure out if Jim Brown Bab, has can Alzheimer's? You looked at, I can't. You said it again, and I don't think he does have. I said Alzheimer's. if. I said if. In the meantime, let's hit the E spot once more for our meat guy of the week. Love good meat. Oh, who doesn't? Uh. The new head coach for the Tennessee Volunteers, formerly the defensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Kirby? Oh, that he's the Georgia guy. Yeah, he's the Georgia guy. No, this I literally don't even know this guy's name. Hugh Freeze. He's meat guy of the week. No, no. Hugh's uh, sitting at home right now if he's lucky. Why? What happened to Hugh? Tampa escorts. Huh. Yeah. You know. About that. You've been there, done that. <laughs> Many times. So meet guy of the week goes to the new Tennessee volunteer head coach because he was aghast in this video the first time. Aghast? He was aghast, yeah, the first time he saw asparagus. This is the first time in his whole life he's ever seen asparagus, and that's why he's the meat guy of the week. So uh, let's get this. This is, this is live first heard audio of the new Tennessee head coach first seeing asparagus. You two guys been good for each other. What is that? Asparagus. You don't like asparagus? I ain't never heard of it. I ain't never heard of it. 
I eat meat. I eat red meat. I eat white meat. I eat, I eat dark meat. Let me hear that again because just uh, let's just savor that thick down south country accent. I love it. Well, here you go. You two guys have been good for each other. What is that? Asparagus. You don't like asparagus? I ain't never heard of it. No, I never heard Not of it. Not only has he never seen it, he's never it's heard asparagus. of it. What? It's asparagus. It this, makes your pee stink. It does make your pee stink. That is a real thing. I had asparagus once. Yeah. Went to the bathroom, noticed, like, man, that smells. And then it registered, holy crap, I just ate asparagus. Just one time. It's the last person, last time you ever had asparagus? Nope. Actually had it at the wedding. Did no, you really? Was, I think it was green beans. I take that back. Dang, Scratch so that, that. that post-wedding golden shower you gave must have been kind of raunchy. Excuse me? Sorry about that for, <clears throat> for that guy. What? Journalism of the Week Award goes to this dumb reporter question to Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is the head coach of the Seahawks, and the Seahawks played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars used to have a head coach named Gus Bradley who coached for the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. This reporter forgot that Gus Bradley no longer coached for the Jaguars, and so after the game he asked this really, really stupid question in Journalism of the Week. Um, has Gus, uh, what he's accomplished in Jacksonville surprised you at all? Um, will you ask, ask that question again for me? Help me out. I'm not sure where you're going. Has done in Jacksonville. Has it surprised you at all? Um, okay. <laughs> Let me answer it this way. What um, <laughs> Gus is doing at the Chargers is really good. Uh, yeah, he's actually he's, the coach of the Chargers yeah, now. Yeah, he's the defensive so... coordinator for the San Diego Chargers. He got... Fired like, do you even work here, dude? Like, what are you? <laughs> Did you, you just, just like, were you frozen like, and just woke up? Exactly. Like, I feel like this is a moment where it kind of gets awkward in a press room and there's no one's asking a question. So it's just silent. And you're just staring at this angry coach who just lost a game. This is a perfect want to get away. Oh, commercial. You remember yes, that? Like, want to get away. This yes. is it. Because, man, there's nothing worse than being that stupid reporter asking the dumb question. It's great because I really don't think Peter Carroll was even trying to be a, a D-bag. Like, he genuinely was thinking, okay, hold on. Ask me that again. Yeah, Help me out I here. hear that wrong? Like, what are you... And he registered so confused. It, and it was just, okay, let me answer this way, you dumb fuck. Oops. <laughs> I dropped enough pop. Gosh, you Gonna smug. have to mark it that one. What do you think? This is Walchick's Dump game notes bab, again? Dump that, Bab. Get out of here, Sorry, man. Sorry, too many peanuts. All uh, right, so that's Journalism of the Week. Thank you, Pete Carroll, and that stupid reporter for hitting the East. Love it. Felt really good. Felt so good. All right, now we got the call-out of the week, and that's because your boy, Demarcus Lawrence, had something for the refs after the Cowboys game. No holding calls. Um, but holding the refs calls? out there for nothing, so yeah, we just, holding. you know, came out and did our job. But I ain't see a holding call in the last five games, and it's ridiculous. Um that the refs are out here just looking at me, you know, getting tackled by offensive line. You're that guy like, that's a preach. Pretty much. You're going to be out there, you know, do your job. And, and that's the main thing. Um, and I feel like it's unfair. Um, I feel like, you know, I got a family to come home to. So if you're trying to protect quarterbacks, table. you know, you got to protect me too. And you, if you're going to do it, you got to, you know, do it on both sides. And if you're going to sit here and call some BS on my old line, you got to call it on their old line too. You don't hear nothing. When the last time you heard holding? Offense. But shit, no refs, and that's all I got to say. He said bleep the refs. That's all I got to say. They kind of marked out the audio there. He I said think bleep that guy the refs. that was next to him, which had to have been another one of his defensive line teammates, and is going like, preach, preach. 
He even was shocked. He goes, well, you said F that man? Yeah, wait, whoa. At the very end there? Whoa. Yeah, I think that, we should change this to uh, Preach of the Week. Uh, I love yeah, Sermon Preach of the, the week? week. is good. I think Marcus Lawrence was saying what everyone else is thinking. Got no problem about it, but you can't say F the refs, dude. That's not probably not going to help your case. Bleep the refs. Call out of the week. Mother bleeper. Thank you to Marcus Lawrence Gosh. for hitting the e-spot, man. Can't Appreciate wait you. to just smother my Appreciate face you. the Giants. All right, let's head to Bab's favorite losing. team, Pittsburgh. Bab, what a game they had against Baltimore on Sunday night. My gosh. Well, they ended up winning the division because of that game. And so that's why they get champs of the week. We go live into the locker room, right into Le'Veon Bell's Snapchat to hear how the celebration is going. Champs of the week, Pittsburgh Steelers, what's up? Yo, no, hold on, hold on. Let me go to my chair. Hold on, let me go to my chair first, Rosie. First of all, I'll let everybody know, I got my hat, my t-shirt. Y'all see what that say? You want to say that, that too? Man, that's what black woman said. What you want to say? I'm going to say that too. Oh, that's what you want to say too? Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm going to say that too. Hey, well, hey, how much, how much bones they going to give you? 200. Whoa! Hey, I'm just going to ride in the locker room, go to the lair right now. What is it really about for real? Come on now, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. Fitz, what's your t-shirt say? Hold on, hold on. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Whoa! What's your shit, what's your shit say? What? You're just shouting! Man, I ain't playing with these boys, man. Hey, see, bro, we run this, man. That's what we do. Two in a row? Two in a row? What you want, Jay? You know what it is, baby. You ain't know what it is. AFC North Jeff, baby. What it do? Yeah, 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 yeah! I love that at the end he's got a little Michael Irvin in him there. Dude, Le'Veon Bell is a great Snapchat follow. Well, this is this is not the first What's time. His, uh, Snapchat man, let me give him a follow. Le'Veon Bell has hit the e spot via his Snapchat. I mean, the dude knows how to use it on the Snapchat. And he balled out on Sunday. He sure did. Yes, he did. But snorkelers, thank you, Le'Veon. And uh, thanks for hitting the e spot again. All right, now it's time for the last guy. He's going to get jackass of the week slash fan of the week mm. slash citizen of the week for his. It's like my kind of guy. So, yeah, this guy is just a all out. You would love this guy, Wolchuk, and I think you'd love to have a beer with him. He just seems like a really intelligent guy, and he's not. He doesn't, you know, react on emotion and things like that. Just a smart dude, wise beyond his years. Sounds he, like me. He, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys would get along. He's in Alabama, and I guess they have their governor voting or something going on right now. And so, uh, in Senate race. Senate race. Okay, Senate race. There we go. In the Senate race. And let's hear who he had to vote for, Mr. Alabama Republican. And you had an interesting uh, experience this morning at the polls, a crisis of your own. Tell us yes, about that. Yes, ma'am. I'm a lifelong Republican, mm. and this is the first time in my entire life that I haven't voted for the Republican candidate. I have wrote in Nick Saban instead. <laughs> True Alabama football fan. That, that was your choice, huh? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, true Alabama football fan. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. I Nick believe Saban, Crimson, Governor, all Senator, about the elephants and the tides. President. Love the ocean. I think he should live in my house. I'm going to go ahead and say he should not only be our senator, he should be all of it. He should be the president. Nick Saban. I did vote for Trump. Don't get me wrong. I did vote for Trump. Oh, I stand by that me vote. Me too. Me too. But Saban I'll tell you what. Way. I would. I would love to have me some Nick Saban in there. I think. I Nick think Saban, he would really get the job done. I'm surprised he wasn't at least the vice president. I nominee. can't. You're so right. Can there. you believe that? I do not get it. But I'll tell you what. We are on the fast track to get Nick Saban in the Oval Office. We are. And I think come this time next year, we're going to be Sabanized. Rope died, baby. Rope, Rope died. Died, mother liquors. Gosh, that hit the E-spot, man. That hit it so hard. Thank you, Alabama, man. Roll you damn are Nick Saban bringing us a championship, baby. And we all hate you, sir. Be president. Thank you for hitting that E-spot. Woo!
that was magical as always. No split seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chifalo, Bruce Bab. We hit the E spot. Nick Saban for president. Now, gosh, I wish we had some Jay Gruden in there, though. Why couldn't you have found something, Gruden asked? I couldn't he, he find. He speaks after every game. You could have just. Do we have any Gruden? We don't have any. Not from this week. I don't know if we still have Thanksgiving Gruden in our arsenal. Oh, probably not. not. Probably not. Nah, there's too many potatoes in that one. Gosh, so many potatoes, man. I don't know, but no, I don't think anybody's hit not the enough. spot Four. quite like Jay Gruden has. Man, Nick Saban, though, coming in hard. Way, way hard, dude. Yeah. Saban for president. Saban's pretty dope. Now, here's the deal. The two guys that are sometimes cool, unless you're NFC, Yoda, mm. not cool, are the Yodas. Hater. Every week, Yodas come on, they close us out, they give us a goodbye kiss, and they say, here's our picks. We all write them down in pen. And, of course... We put our life savings on them every week <coughs> on their picks. We going around. We going. We're going balls deep in some NFL stuff right now. Yeah. So thankful. we're ready to fondle, dude. There's so dude, much I'm goodness. I'm so thankful. I got to take my so jacket much juiciness off. that happened in the NFL. I got to take my jacket off. This we got to talk about it. So let's break down. Let's look and recap what happened this week in the National Football League. First of all, something you've noted: a beautiful wintry blizzard. Just engulf the Buffalo Billonians mm-hmm. as they took on who the, they play? The Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> is there any place? Is that you the, couldn't see the Colts, dude? Because they were in their white. Yeah, they, we got together. Yeah, Chris DeForester I couldn't tell was who there. the hell they were playing. That's why their offensive line sucked so bad. Because DeForester did something weird and became the offensive line coach for the Bills on Sunday. Oh. He was yeah, he wanted to be right. There. He wanted to be in the thick of things. In all of that powder, dude. He was doing snow angels face down, Walchuk. Eric, I think the thing that we've got to note, Peterman threw for 56 yards, and a guy named Peterman mm-hmm. got a win for the Bills at quarterback. That's some Tebow-style stuff where he completes like two wow. balls in a game and wins. He He's threw like a two touchdown pass to Kelvin Benjamin, who I didn't even know was still with us. And like on the planet? Like, yeah, I thought he was you abducted he died? by aliens. KB? Yeah, I haven't seen him playing. No, dude, he just hurt his knee and got fat, but he didn't die. Um, I was going to ask you, though, is there any place besides maybe in Detroit, Michigan, is there any place you'd want to be less than a snow blizzard outside in Buffalo to watch Nathan Peterman take on Jacoby Brissett? Are we talking about in the history of ever? Or in just, the history of ever, is there yeah. anything you'd rather do less yes. than be in that blizzard oh, yeah. in Buffalo? Big time. There's definitely something I can think about. You must have some dark times in your life, sir. Yep. We don't even need to delve into them because that seemed like hell. Like if we all just got a picture of hell. There is wind, endless amounts of snow, and Peterman and Brissett are playing quarterback. Damn Nazis. That's the entertainment. Your entertainers for the night? Yes. Are a Peterman and a Brissett. It's Peterman and a Brissett and a Vinatieri. not only that, but they went to extras. They went, they did, to, they overtime. went to overtime. <laughs> they had to endure that hell. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And that's exactly what it is. Hell is eternal. And that's what that game felt like. Well, believe it or not, the Bills are 7-6 and six and still in the playoff hunt. Thursday night, though, we No, were, they're not. No, they're, they're not. They're alive. They're alive. They you know, are not alive. You just don't think they've got a hope. They don't have. They're not alive with a Peterman at quarterback. Didn't he end up getting hurt too, or did he oh, not? Did he? I, I thought Pe- I don't Peterman think that got banged he got up. Hurt, but Tyrod could come back and play next week. It's not. It's it's a day to day kind of thing with Tyrod. Okay. So he might be back next week. You think they got a shot with Tyrod? Yeah, with Tyrod. Yeah, I agree. Thursday night we had a very good game. The NFC South on the line. The Saints rolling. The Falcons at home. 
And it came down to two veteran quarterbacks in Matt Ryan and Drew Brees that I don't think really wanted to win this game in the fourth quarter. Did you get to watch this one? I watched pieces of it. It was so, a good one. It was a good game. It was Kamara a good left one. Kamara with a concussion left. early. Well, the Saints, it's always funny, the, the, the Thursday night games, because there's always... The losing, like one of the best players on the losing team is always going to, you're going to, you're going to get the sound bite of we should be playing on Thursdays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if you would have won that game, you probably wouldn't be saying that. Were the Falcons saying it? Probably not. I only heard Drew Brees talking about it. I did hear Drew Brees talking about it. And look, it is hypocritical. It sucks, it's hypocritical to me for the NFL to talk about player safety and to schedule these Thursday night games, but it makes too much business sense as to why they do it. The Saints a big loss, and it's one that is a Cowboys fan. We needed some help. We needed the freaking Falcons to drop a damn game since they beat us earlier in the season. And no, Drew Brees on a drive, throws into the end zone, picked. So now the Saints lose. Falcons still alive to win that division. We talked about the Cowboys. Jameis Winston trying to eat some dubs again back in the lineup for the Bucks. Matthew Stafford, pride of Highland Park High School, finding a way to keep the Lions alive. Another game. Cowboys needed the Lions to lose. That's another 7-6 and six in the Hunt team. Bucks can't pull it off. The Chiefs finally get off the schneid against the Raiders, man. This was a game where Harrison Buttkicker was the best player on the freaking field. Did you get to see any of that one? I did not watch a single second of that Kareem game. Kareem Hunt, he found himself He's again. back? He's back. Had a good game. The rest of it, dude, the, the Raiders, they have to be the most disappointing team in football this year. Aside from maybe the Giants. Yeah, those the Raiders are have definitely, to be. Because definitely. the Raiders and the seem Titans like, and the Titans, but the well, Titans, the Titans are, are probably still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, the Raiders have been really bad. And the other thing about Kansas City, I don't know if you know this, Andy Reid gave up the play calling duties. Yes, good point. In I the last two weeks, and they put it. up big time numbers. They lost to the Jets, but they still put up like thirty-one or thirty-eight points, whatever it was. Scored a lot of points. And then this past, this week, they put up a lot of points as well. Shout out to Andy Reid because it's not easy, especially when you're the guy who's been there, done that. He's always called plays. And for him to pass it on like that, when it's like, hey, it's look in the mirror time. Our team's spiraling downward. We need to change it up. Good for you, Andy. That's a selfless move right there. That's a self-aware move. Shout out to him. The big man still got it. Andy Reid. Simpatico, I agree. And they, it's a, young, it's a younger guy, up. and they're putting up points. Maybe Kansas City's got something. Maybe they got something. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Andy putting aside his ego for the betterment of the team and the Chiefs. Yeah, they've got a huge game coming up this week. Against the L.A. Chargers and the Chargers, we can skip ahead to them since I brought them up. Well, the other thing about the Chiefs is they've been doing, and I have a source who can confirm this. Ooh, what is that? They've been doing a lot of heavy back squats during the week. No kidding. They picked yep. up their heavy back squat game? Yep, they picked it up, and you can see it's paying dividends. I'm going to go in tomorrow, and I'm going to do heavy back squats. So they took a page out of Derek Wolf's book. Yes. And it's yes. paying off. It's paying off. It's not paying off for Derek, though. Those Broncos can't seem to get it going, can they? No, but they... Or did they win? They did. They okay. they, they smothered the Jets. <laughs> they finally got a win, and I was on a plane because the, the flight that I took from Detroit to oh, Dallas... McCown got hurt. McCown did get hurt, but the flight that I took from De uh, Detroit to Dallas was carrying on to Denver, so there were some Bronco fans on that flight that were watching the Broncos-Jets game, and they were like, holy moly, the Broncos have the lead. It's freaking a miracle. <laughs> were they, was anybody doing Broncos game notes? No. In coach? Uh, not that I know. If they did, they were very quiet about it. But they shut out the Jets. McCown did break his hand, get hurt, got hurt. And then the Chargers just kicked the Redskins ace. After starting 0-4, the Chargers look like right now they might be playing the best football in the AFC, top to bottom. 
I can't remember who it was. It might have been Football Yoda who came in here before the season was talking up the Chargers. And I guess he had he had long-term goals with them. He wasn't he wasn't shying away from that early early season struggle. And now they're one of the better teams in football. They got great pass rushers. Phillip Rivers is not Phillip Rivers of old, but he's still a hell of a quarterback. And Keenan Allen is quickly becoming one like a top three to five receiver in football. Tell me, right? Huh? He is. You Keenan are, Allen's good. He's always he? been your boy. He's always been your boy. It's my and, guy. And he's never been able to really stay healthy. But when he's been playing, he's been great. And he's been probably at the peak right now of his performance. The dude, he dominated Josh Norman. He went deep on him multiple times. I think he had two touchdowns. Keenan Allen is just a stud. No, Allen got tackled just shy of the goal line on both. But he put up much numbers. Fourth game in a row, he's got 100-plus yards. He's been tearing it up. He's been killing it. I just it. saw him go deep on Norman pretty hard. I was like, dang, he Norman, did. losing his step already? For a long one. I, I that corner's a short shelf life for corners, man. You're Josh right. Norman, what happened? He's the best well, corner, $70 million. Just like DJ Swearinger said it in uh, Hit the East Spot, man, I don't know how much the Redskins are playing. You know, th they seem like they've kind of checked out. They're out there trying to put decent film out there, but their desire to win, I just don't think they feel like they're put in a situation to succeed and their effort level is waning. Well, Gruden's thinking about potatoes, and they have more injuries than anyone's had all season long. And this is a year full of injuries, but they cannot keep anybody healthy, man. It's just been a rotation of different offensive linemen. All their skill guys, Chris Thompson, just left and right offense and defense. They can't stay healthy, and when that happens, that is an excuse. That is a valid excuse. I understand. And they're not, they're not like... Did they get dominated in this game? They lost thirty to thirteen. Yeah, that's pretty and bad. It was thirty to six. Pretty and so bad. At the very end, the Chargers had pulled all their starters, and they threw a pick six. But they're literally playing with guys in their huddle that it's like they weren't here on Wednesday, and now they're starting. You're on right. Sunday. That's fair. That's tough. But it's, it, tough. it's also the NFL, and you do have your quarterback, right? You still have your best defensive players in Kerrigan and Norman. You've still got. Yeah, and you've won what five, six games? Eh, they're five and eight. Okay. Yeah, they're five and eight. So you know, I, I see what you're saying. It's tough, but I've been there though. I've been there as a Dolphins team, and we weren't a great team. But when you have all those injuries, even the Cowboys know when you went four and twelve. Yeah, injuries can derail you. It kills you. It kills you. Talking about Keenan Allen's success, another receiver. What he's doing is absolutely mind blowing to me. I know. Jarvis Landry's just been Jarvis Landry is good when he's catching the ball three yards away from the line of scrimmage. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon I'm so glad you brought did him not up. play football for, what, three years? And now he's back in it, and he's immediately one of the top five best receivers in football again. Well, and did you see the story that came out about him like a month ago that it was talking about how he really opened up about the things he used to do and how he used to be under the influence of multiple different things, like he all these games and practices? And... 10 Gs a month selling dope at Baylor. I did read that. He was plugging, man. He was he was freaking, plugging freaking hard. Making six figures a year just selling dope at Baylor. So, you know, can't condone that, but as a football player on the field, this guy is sensational. We talked about the Browns blowing it in overtime to the Packers, another game that would have helped the Cowboys seed out. Aaron Rodgers, baby. I think he's going to do it. You think he is? He got the biggest stuff. Remember, remember Aaron's all across the board last week they got did. it? Well, if we were doing it again, he would be getting Aaron's again, once again. It hasn't been confirmed if he's playing yet or not. I don't think it, it has. has. It has not been confirmed, no. But it's, this has always been the day that everybody circled on the calendar yeah, as it was. he should be he should be back and ready to And roll. if he's playing, I have no doubt the Packers can win out, go 10-6, and, and probably make the playoffs. How about the play of Jimmy G? Jimmy Garoppolo, 
taking on Babs hometown Houston Texans. Now there was a play in this game that was very scary to watch. I, I, you've probably seen it, the Tom Savage hit. Tom Savage has a freaking seizure on the field. Like no joke. If you haven't seen this, he he's literally like shaking. His arms are like stiff and his fists are like up by his face and he's literally shaking like he's freezing cold. Yes, but he's convulsing. But he's yeah, he's convulsing, exactly. He is convulsing after a hit and he stays in the football game. I mean, he 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 was put back in the game, then he comes out. Afterwards, this is what coach Bill O'Brien had to say. It's cut 136 bab regarding the explanation as to the evaluation process that made the decision in putting Tom Savage back in the football game. He got hit on that one play in the end zone, I think, or, you know, backed up in our end. And, um, you know, obviously the uh, the spotter wanted him evaluated. We evaluated him uh, at that time, made the determination to put him that he was okay. Not me, you know, obviously the evaluators made the determination to put him back in the game. And, um, you know, then he went back in the game and they, he came out and they evaluated him a little bit more just because of what they saw. And, and that's where it's at. I don't understand how these teams keep doing this where it's it's so hypersensitive right now with all these concussions and CTE and everybody's talking about it and is football dying because of it and safety first and these guys are getting bell, their bells rung. We saw it with Russell Wilson on Thursday Night Football a few weeks ago. We see it time and time again. These guys gets gets popped clearly dazed and confused. They go to the sideline for a play or two and then they come back in the game. It's like what is this? First of all, what is this concussion protocol? Is it BS? It seems like it is because there's no way. You don't watch Tom Savage have a freaking seizure on the field and then in three plays think, yeah, he's probably ready to go. He just, you know, rub some dirt on it. Here's, make sure he knows his own name and get him back out there. Hell with it. Couldn't agree with you more. It's insane to me. And these teams keep doing it. That's what I don't understand, though. It's like, oh. you know, this is so hypersensitive right now. And you continue to do that. And what? For what? Tom Savage? Like, this isn't like you have Tom Brady or, or I even get it with Russell Wilson. It's like, no, we we need him. Tom Bleepin' Savage? Houston, what are you doing? Bab, get, get your team straight, bro. Cut six, Bab. This is what Bill O'Brien had to say the following day after it became a league-wide national story and the video is just everywhere with benefit of seeing the video obviously from my 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 standpoint the care for the player i would have never let that player back in the game Bullshit. okay first of all bill o'brien sure maybe you don't have the benefit of that video bill you've got coaches you've got representatives team officials people affiliated with the houston texans organization up in the booth with vid play help Someone needs to ring down to the sideline and say, guys, Tom Savage just had a bleeping seizure. We need to get him to the locker room and get him checked out. There is no reason ever in a meaningless a player, football game. It doesn't matter if it's Tom Brady or if it's Joe Schmo down the street. Tom Savage. Tom Savage, yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly You don't is. put a player, offensive line, defensive line, special, a kicker, a punter. I don't care who it is. No, maybe a kicker. No. No, they don't, don't go back kickers. out on the field, and there's no excuse. No excuse. You've got little iPads down there on the sideline where you're looking up, oh, here's a, here's a play here. Here's what a defense was running here. You can't somehow get that to a coaching staff or an athletic trainer to say, dude, this is what just happened to Tom Savage. Come on. That's freaking irresponsible. Woo! You tell him, Walchuk. Man, this is a little personal for you. I can feel it. Now, get that off your chest. Another injury. You said it's the year of injuries, man. And the Cowboys got bumped from primetime because of this big time game between the Rams and the Eagles. What a game it was. 
Did football, NFC Yoda get this one right? Mm, no. Nope, he didn't, did he? No, he didn't have the Eagles winning, but he did. I, he kind of got it right because even though the Eagles won, they still lost. He got the Cowboys right. They though. lost their quarterback. Got the Cowboys right? Got the Cowboys right. Eagles, he still kind of got right because even though the Eagles won the no. game, they lost. They lost. Well, they did. They lost Carson Wentz. They're done. What was a great win? They're done. Great win, no doubt. But, man, do you think that they're done? I don't think that they're, in terms of winning the Super Bowl, I think they're done. Yeah, yes. okay, sure. Then I, then what else so, matters? Yes. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe win one playoff game. Yeah, I think Nick Foles is good enough to still maybe get you to the NFC Championship game because that team is still very talented. Yeah. And Nick Foles has proven he can be a successful quarterback in the league. But, but, there are, but there's Bowl, good teams, though, man. Think about the are. NFC. Like, the NFC you're Loaded. playing against, you're either going to play the Rams The again. Vikings and, and Panthers. play the Vikings. Again, we didn't talk about the, the Panthers. Panthers. The Panthers Holy are playing crap. great right now, playing a red-hot Vikings team. Jonathan Stewart reborn through three touchdowns, running all over a defense nobody could run on. It's Unbelievable. Insane. The Panthers are playing great, and the, the Seahawks still in the mix. They lose in Jacksonville. Yeah, that Wentz injury is a crusher in terms of Super Bowl hopes. Well, and that Seahawks I game, agree. that Seahawks game became a brawl. Oh my God! Right at the end there, and dude, this isn't the first time the Steelers, or why the, not all the Steelers, the Seahawks, at the very end of a game when teams are taking a knee Michael and they're Bennett, losing, dude, that D hole, Michael Bennett, they lose their minds. It's they're, like, oh, we're gonna lose. Let's freaking f everyone up. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's a day late and a dollar short, bro. That's such a weak sauce move. We're in victory formation. We are winning the game. And you're going to dive at my knee, at my center's knee? For what, dude? Michael Bennett, for what? So Quentin Jefferson ends up getting ejected, a Seahawks defensive lineman, and is walking towards the locker room, getting escorted, and gets some beer thrown on him. I thought oh, this nice. dude oh, thrown on him. was about to jump. He, he tried. He tried to go up into the stands. We almost had a mouse of the palace part two. I saw the palace at Auburn Hills yeah. while I was in Detroit, by the way. Oh, you did? I did. Drive, drove by it. Uh, it's in a random, weird location. I thought we were about to have another similar situation. This one's cut 193, Bab. Quentin Jefferson talking to the media after the game. I'm just wondering if it was the right call to throw a beer on me. You saying? Did that happen as you were first making your way out? Of I'm walking. I'm not talking to nobody. I'm walking out. Somebody throw a beer. Then somebody throws another drink. What would you do? <coughs> oh, nice call. What, what was said in, in the Sorry. Quentin Jefferson handling that situation poorly, but at the same time, man, look, fan etiquette, you don't need to be throwing beer. Just You don't need to throw anything, period, onto these players. These players, they don't know you. They haven't done anything to you. This is a sporting event, all right? I don't care if you agree or disagree of what they've done out there on the field. There is no reason to be throwing drinks at players. So the way Quentin Jefferson reacted, no, no. But I can relate, and I can understand how somebody throws a beer at me. Yeah, that's happened multiple. People have booed you. I'm getting a little pissed. Yeah. And fight or flight. Fight. He's fighting. Fight. And if you looked at it, those fans in the stands were just begging him to come up there. And, dude, if he had of... Oh, he would have eaten them. He would have swallowed You would have regretted whole. that big time, They'd bro. They'd have taken that beer you threw at him and walked you down with it. It's easy to be a Mr. Big Shot it. behind security and a 10-foot wall. But, dude, all of a sudden, you're you're standing mano a mano with a 6'6", 300-pound NFL defensive lineman. Good luck to you, mate. And it's funny. That's what, like, uh, 
like the NFL obviously doesn't want anything to do with things like this, but that's what the XFL used to do. Like the XFL would encourage that, right? Like Bab, I'm sure was a big XFL fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what's better, Bab, CFL or XFL? Uh, CFL just cause it's still around. Well, okay. Fair enough. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Do but... you also like, are you a WWE raw fan? No. Not anymore. Not surprising. Being I used into to the XFL when I was, when with I was really Vince, little. Vince McMahon's baby. Yeah, no, yeah. I do. It was owned. That. It was owned by WWE. Yeah, so I'm surprised. I I could see that. My favorite part was the coin toss or lack thereof. Oh, the the race. Yeah, the scramble where they'd put a football at the 50 yard line and two players would race from the goal line to the 50 to grab the football and that's who won the how, coin toss. How badass is that? The very yeah, first. The very you've first had injuries. Doing yeah, that. yeah. The very the very first time it was ever done in the XFL's debut game, one of the players dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> And that was the beginning oh, of the end. That was the beginning of the end. It's I wish it was you know. still like that. I wish the NFL <laughs> could be that way, though. And just let that guy go on the stands and just take care of that douchebag. Two grown men, one just much more grown than the other. other just eat his face off. <laughs> yeah, eat the face off. That's what Quentin Jefferson wanted to do with the Seahawks. Other note, though, that game, huge win for the Jacks. A game that yeah. football Yoda missed. He was 2-1. and one. This was the one he got wrong. He got the Steelers big win over the Ravens. Well, Jalen Ramsey told him, don't hype up the Seahawks. But we're here now. The Jags, a huge, huge win. How is Blake Bortles and Doug Marone a nine win football team? Bortles is playing decent football, man, with D.D. Westbrook and Marquise Lee out there. Leonard Fournette's back, toting the rock. That defense is savagery. It is. It's insane. Steelers keep winning their 11 and 2. Their AFC North champs, as Le'Veon Bell told you, great Sunday night game. But what's up with the Titans? Marcus Mariota's got a sprained knee, I think, again. They lose on the road to the Cardinals. They're 12 and they lose 12 to 7. They're now 8 and 5, still in position to make the playoffs. But the Titans are a team that you don't know what you're going to get week to week. Well, if you if you if you follow Kean Fahey, who is our quarterback guru, he does the quarterback catalog, aka the the QB Bible after every season, and he's charting Mariota, and he talks about constantly, yeah, sure, Mariota has regressed, but that offense, that system, the coaching is not anywhere where it needs to be. They don't play to Mariota's strengths, and that's according to Keen Fahey. So take that for what you will. I think maybe that Tennessee coaching staff is a little bit over in over their head. You can see that. Probably right. It's a shame because you and Peter King had him like, Winning the Super Bowl, so well now. Wrong, you were this uh, this NFC Wild. I didn't have them winning the Super Bowl. Come Practically on. AFC Championship. No. Mm, no, they lost to the Vance McDonaldson, mm-hmm. whom by the way had like two catches on on Sunday for the Steelers. Vance McDonaldson did a great job. Hey, it's it's getting ready. He's gearing so up for the playoffs. So did Jesse James. He is He's He's gearing up for the playoffs. That ready for that put, that run, baby. Big game this week against the Patriots. I mean, that's still pretty much the AFC to me. Uh, I, I think the Chargers are getting themselves in there. I think the Chargers are the third best team right now. Definitely. And they've got a big game against the Chiefs. Those might be the four best teams in the AFC. I mean, can you imagine just a month ago, it was like there's no way, I think I even said it on the show, Chiefs are still winning that division when they were spiraling down. And now it's like, nope, up in the air. Philip Rivers. Who knows? Who and knows? The Los Angeles Chargers. And the dude, NFC playoff. Yeah. No, they're kicking ass. And the NFC playoff picture is going to come down to the wire. You got Panthers, you got Packers, you got Cowboys, you got Lions. Falcons. Falcons. Rams and Seahawks. Vikings. Vikings. You say that? Yeah. I don't Vikings, know. The Vikings, I think, are going to be a division winner. Well, and the and the Packers 
are creeping oh, around. Are creeping Aaron Rodgers, man. That, so that's going to be. Uh, but they got a tough game on Sunday. I can't even remember who it's against. Carolina. Oh, oh, it is against. Okay. Yeah. So that's a big game. Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to say it now. It's Tuesday night. Aaron Rodgers is playing. Yeah, I think that mother believer is playing. I think and he's how going cool to. would I think it you're getting be the win. if he goes in there, gets the win, and they go does. on a winning streak, make the playoffs, and then the rest is history? Heck, Super they could Bowl. go to the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. No, not that they could. They will. You think they will? Oh, they will. Jamal Williams is running the ball hard. They haven't had a running game there in a while. No Sleep Seeds Podcast. Zach Wolchick, Eric Chiafalo, Producer Bam. We're going to step aside, take a quick break. When we come back, it's time to get weird. Sweet. What does mine say? Dude. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We were one of the first companies to offer diamonds from the cutters directly to the public. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, with an A-plus rating at the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Located on the northeast corner of Preston and Forest, the Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, bracelets, pendants, and diamond studs. I guarantee that you will not find a better company than the Diamond Broker. Want proof? Come see our walls filled with pictures of our satisfied customers. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. This holiday, visit the Diamond Broker for an engagement ring, pre-owned Rolex, or a special diamond gift for your loved one. The Diamond Broker, Dallas Original Diamond Broker, located on the northeast corner of Preston and Forest in Dallas, or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafal, producer Bab. Welcome back. Thank you, Robert, with the Diamond Broker. Having a closing retirement sale for Seymour. Go check them out, diamondbrokerdallas.com. They got all kinds of uh, sales. They need to sell everything. It's the holiday season. Go get your loved one something special from the Diamond Broker. Bab, this is groovy, by the way. You're going to love some Childish Gambino, bro. Super groovy. Mm. We've talked a lot of pigskin. We hit the E spot now, my friends, my loved ones, my amigos, my amigas. I'm so thankful. You know, I've been waiting all week for this. It's time to get weird. Hit it, bam. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. Time to get weird with Wolchuk, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weirdy, 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 weird. Let's get weird with Wolchuk. Episode 43, out. I haven't stopped thinking about this moment since the last time I was in this moment. Do you believe me when I say that? I do. fact. Oh, I can see it on your face. Before you get going, you let me put my pants on? My weird please, ones? Please, please, get them on. Right, I brought, I'm already in all. my weird underwear. Preferably. I'm in my weird underwear. Already. Oh, I can you see can that. see that. Oh, I can see that. out and about today. Yeah. So this is going to be a good time. I got a good feeling you've been hyping this weird up for a while now. Like, you feel pretty good about it. I don't want to set the bar too Have high. I? Have I been? I think you've been uh, feeling really good about this. You've been, you've been setting the bar pretty high. So expectations are... At an all-time high. Oh, well, hopefully I don't disappoint. Don't fumble this. Have you ever had sex with a ghost? Twice. 
Bab just immediately hysterically starts laughing. Yeah. Bab, is there something you'd like there. to tell he us? He saw no, me. He was, was just there. a... He remembers. He's just a great stager. Okay, what about you, Eric? Tell us about these two encounters. We know Casper. Yes. Casper's got a smoking hot cousin. No kid. What's her name? Her name is Shasper. Shasper. Yeah. I don't know what it is with the Aspers. Okay. But let me tell you something. Shasper puts the ass in Shasper. No she kid. She was a wild one. So how did this come about? Oh, she just snuck in. You know you know how it goes with ghosts. They no, come I in don't. I've never had a ghost yeah, you encounter. Do. No, no, no. We come in through the wall. Yeah, they come through the wall at night when you're sleeping. And then start hollering at me. And you know, the rest is history, sort of. That ghost stuff is pretty hot, though. I hope it happens to you. Well, because then hasn't. they vanish. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, uh, they vanish. Gone, so you're like completely you satisfied. Sleep by like yourself. Crazy world encounter, mm-hmm. and it's, so it's happened twice. What about the second time? Second time was a similar thing. It was actually back to back nights. Back to back nights. Have been disappointing that What's second time. Sa- were you in the same place? Like where were you? Yeah, yeah, my bed. Your bed. Room. Room. Yeah. And it's only happened that twice. Twice, back she, to back, and then she never came back. Old Shasper. And it was the same Shasper. Yeah, it's the same. Of course it was. Wow. She came back for seconds, and then she never came back. It was so weird. I, I must have been not that good. Would you what? say? Dare I say? Would you say she ghosted you? Oh, ho, ho, look at Bab. Bringing the heat. Oh, Bab. Yeah, she ghosted the crap out of me, man. Well, a woman in Bristol, England, really likes spirited lovemaking. And yeah. only ghosts no, I get it. I get it. need apply. Amethyst Realm. Hmm? That is her name. Amethyst. You know exactly that she's having sex with ghosts. Amethyst Realm. Now, I might be mispronouncing Did this. Did you say goats? Like ghosts. Oh, I thought you said like goats. Goat sex. No, that's like a farm whole, animals. Goat that's sex. a whole different yeah. I mean, goat sex is something that does happen, but this is ghost sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 27 years old, and she is a spiritual guidance counselor. I love it. Says she's had sex with at least 20 ghosts. Lucky. Refers them to men. Realm appeared on the British TV show ITV to discuss what being ghosted bab no pun intended is really like she said she had the first experience 12 years ago after she and her fiance moved into a new house and she felt the presence of a strange entity yeah been there been there quote it started as an energy then became physical Hmm. there was a pressure on my thighs and breath on my neck i just always felt safe i had sex with the ghost (laughs) you can feel it it's difficult to explain there was a weight and a weightlessness, a oh, yeah. physical breath and stroke. It was almost like she wasn't even there. And the energy as well. I don't think she was. Here is, we have audio of this. This will be, I think it's cut 11, Babylon. Let me audio check. of the ghost? Audio of Mrs. Realm describing her sexual encounters and why she really doesn't need another man in her life. Cut 11, Bab. We spoke to Chris Frenchy, we've had on many times um, here, and asked what he thought, because he always likes mm. to put the argument against uh, these sorts of things, and he said that what might be happening to you could be explained by sleep paralysis, which is just in those mm. early moments of sleep yeah. uh, where you're a conscious, but your subconscious mm. takes over, and many people describe yeah. sexual feelings that happen, that it yeah. could be that. Could, could that be a possibility or not? I don't think so, because my first ghost um, used to follow me around the house and kind of lure me in, so I was definitely mm. awake while I was walking around. So, so d- okay. does, it, does the, the, the sex part of it always happen in the same room? No. So no, they can't... You... Yeah, once my fiancé had left, it was it could be It could be anywhere. Yeah. Is it outside the house? It's always within the building, uh, yeah. 
So is it house, do you think? I mean, obviously you as well, know. they find you attractive, but <laughs> I should imagine you've got quite a name for yourself in the spirit world. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the future, uh, you, the, the, for, uh, you, no need for uh, a boyfriend or husband or anything like that, of no. the humankind, you are happy now, this is, this is for you the way, the way you is, want your life yeah, to be. Dearly, I'd like to find one that I would like to settle down with and spend rest of my life with, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I'll never go back to men. Waiting for Mr Wright. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. um, thank you very much indeed. Absolutely okay. fascinating. We discuss all sorts of things on here and I think this one's a first. So thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, no need for men anymore. I bet it is a first. Just going for the ghosts. Yeah, so she is just... Got rid, all of her, got rid of her fiance, stayed in the house though, because that's where the sexy ghost time happens. Yeah, it's funny the ghosts and she's aren't... just running train on these ghosts, twenty of them in total, and she's just trying to find Mr. Wright ghost. They're not down for the outdoorsy stuff. No, they're not. But look, she's not the only person that I have found to have a ghost story encounter. Mr. Bobby Brown, who is in Ghostbusters Two, this will be cut ten, Bab. He talks with the one and only Larry King about his sexual ghost encounter. I can't wait to read this book. I, they tell me there's a story in the book, it's hard to ask it, about you having sex with a ghost. Oh boy, yeah. But this was at a time oh, when boy. I was filming Ghostbusters, the movie Ghostbusters. You were in had the original? A, I had a small part in, in I was part in the two. original. Oh, part two. Part two, and um, I played the doorman of the mayor. And um, But I, had, I bought this house in, um, in Atlanta, Georgia, who, which was owned by who they say the porn king was um, at the time. Porn? Um, ghost porn? Who sold it Where? to the waterbed king. Ghost porn could always... It was just a spooky, spooky oh, house. Really spooky house. Um, and yeah, I, I actually woke up into a, a, some would call, a, I guess, a wet dream, but... It was, hmm. you know, it Did was you what it someone, was. A girl I really saw someone. Was I, it a it, ghost or like a person? It was a ghostly person. It's a ghostly you had person. Sex with the ghostly person. Yes. Well, I had no other. I had no choice. Oh, you're a fool. I was mounted. You're right. Oh, she mounted. You. Yes, and it was, you know. Well, now wait a minute. After this occurred, Bobby. Yeah. Did you say something's crazy going? On? I I didn't like that house anymore. <laughs> at all. <laughs> did you leave soon after? I did leave soon after that. Did you ever find out who the ghost was? No, I did not. Ever had another ghost in your life? No, no more ghosts. No more ghosts. But that had to be an amazing oh experience. Oh, my God. It, it, and it wasn't, it wasn't, um, I don't want to say it wasn't a dream, but it just, it, it felt real as we are sitting here yeah. across from each other. Larry King coming with the hard questions there. Wanted to know all the dirty deeds were there. You have it. Two people, sex with ghosts. If you guys have had sex with ghosts, hit us up at Nosebleed Pod on Twitter, Nosebleed Seats Podcast on Facebook. We have an Instagram. Go to nosebleedseatsradio.com. Email us. We would love to hear your ghost stories. And you know what? I'll even read them live during Let's Get Weird next week because I love a good ghost sex story. I'm fascinated by this. Well, he was talking about ghost porn, and that's what I wanted to get at. Like, ghost porn could be happening all the time. Well, Shasper's big in that industry. Yes. Yes. She actually whispered that in my ear. Ooh. When she floated well, off. What else did she whisper? Through the wall. Did she say, hey, look me up? It was explicit. It's explicit. We don't, I don't want to have to go back and bleep all the words mm. out, but she is very open to the curse words. Miss so, Shasper. Ghost Dirty sex. talking's her thing. Ghost sex a thing. I recommend it.
Eric, uh, let's say, where 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 are you from? Denton, Texas, I guess, or uh, it's not where I'm from. It's where I live. Where are you from originally? Originally Keller, Texas. Born in Bedford. Keller. Well, let's say Keller. Better. Let's, let's say Miami hmm? wants to uh, outlaw house parties because in the neighborhood in which no not, you're in no these uh, wealthy no kids are just having. Loud house parties that are disrupting the neighborhood. Mm, no, I'm all about those. Well, the city of LA is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills, and these two young men, by the name of Chad and JT, stepped in to share their thoughts on why house parties should never be outlawed. Wait, what's their names? Chad and JT? Chad and JT. This is. Oh, I love them already. Cut 12, Fab. Enjoy. Next speaker. Yes, sir. Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. <laughs> house parties were the bedrock of my development as a young man in San Clemente. <laughs> My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end-of-the-season bash. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacy McMillan, but I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boys. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truest Thank way you. to party. Next, next speaker, please come and identify yourself. What up, council? My name is JT Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. <laughs> I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people, and everyone would laugh. You know, be witty. You know, be or, witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. There's no more effective environment for that than a frickin' rager. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboard. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome you to L.A. Council's Bill and Ted's excellent uh, adventure. <laughs> Great council remark man. there by Councilman, man. Councilman not having it, but I love the part. There Those the guys end. are legends. We were star-crossed. He is snowboarder, me a bodyboarder. Thank you. Thank you. That's about all I needed to hear, Romeo and Partying. Juliet. Partying was the bedrock of my childhood. Oh, man. I grew up like any other kid. Chad and JT. Worrying if I could bench two plays. Are legends. <laughs> And first bout Hall of Famers. Yeah, they had that written out, went up there, brave little souls, read it to the council. So and, uh, brilliant. We'll have, we'll have to keep an eye on this, man, if partying in the Hollywood Hills 
becomes outlawed or not because I wouldn't make any sense. I'm fascinated, dude. It's like what's next? Vegas? Like no more gambling in Vegas? Uh, what if I can't go to why? if I can't party at a house in LA? Why? Why do I go to LA? I'm with you. These rich bitches. What's the deal, at dude? At the same time, I'm like. They should be able to party. They should definitely be able they to party. They should always be able to party. I cannot believe that. JT and Chad, shout out to both of you, man. Shout out to y'all bros. Love those bros. Love those bros. Because it, it really would be an atrocity. Star-crossed. It would be an absolute atrocity if they surfer. stop ending, if they end parties in, in the hills. They've got to always rage face. I mean, it's so true. I don't think you and I would be doing a show together today. If it wasn't for house parties. If it weren't for that rager. In the garage. In the garage, you were puking on the side, but very, very discreetly. I didn't even know until you told me the next day. That's me, man. Gosh, man. Can you imagine us not having that night together? We wouldn't be here right now. That's we what wouldn't. I'm no, if we, we wouldn't. hadn't have found Bab passed out, covered in semen, in that dumpster, he wouldn't be here either. That was the best house party ever, bro. Like, seriously? And now look what it did. It brought us three together, three best friends. We're the three best friends that anybody ever had. I don't know if that's exactly how it went. Never, <laughs> never, never, never leave each other. That was such a good night, man. LA can't do that. I am going to sign that no. petition. We should all sign the petition. Ladies and gentlemen, party hard in the Auburn Hills. Chad and JT, homies for life. Homies for life. They might get the name of the show. What do you think, dude? Chad, we might, Chad like, and JT, Chad and homies JT. for life. Or just like legendary, legendary homies for star-crossed life. homies, star-crossed lovers, star-crossed homies. I do like star-crossed, star-crossed homies. homies. I dig it. Star-crossed homies, episode forty-three. Book it here. Are we doing that? We're doing We're it. We're committing. We're doing it. Star-crossed homies. What about Christmas eyebrows? What? You'd ever do anything to your brows, bro? What you think? JT wouldn't come in with some Christmas brows to a Christmas rager. When I wasn't single, I did have a girl. My girlfriend would pluck my unibrow. How'd that go? Because my girlfriend's plucked my brows too. The unibrow doesn't hurt ones. as bad, but the, whenever she would go to the corners, like the edges oh, of my my eyebrow, it brutal, so bad, brutal. Well, people are like putting paint and glitter and beads and lights what and kind all of kinds beads? of stuff, anal ones, on their eyebrows. Okay, and they are decorative. What's so Christmas problem? eyebrows are now replacing ugly sweaters as this year's holiday trend. Wait, so and I don't know what to do with myself because I went to the clearance aisle at Walmart, bought tons of ugly Christmas sweaters to give away as gifts, and now I've got to go buy anal Christmas beads. eyebrow packs that come with anal beads. What it's like? What do I do? What are people throwing like anal Christmas anal bead eyebrow parties? Get off the beads. Because you've got enough. No, I'm staying on these beads. There are all kinds. You can't imagine what these people are doing to their eyebrows. Google Christmas eyebrows, and you will see the kind of crap Is it not safe people for work? are putting on their face. Is this not safe for work, Walter? I don't need anal beads on my home work computer. I don't think there's actually any anal beads on the brows. But there are what? there are beads on the All right, the well, then this does not make sense. Well, I thought it was anal beads on the brow. What's totally get. If it's just regular beads, dude, these people are nuts. Look, if you want to be the first one to put the anal beads on your brow, go for it. But I think they're too big. I don't know what kind of ones you're using. But the one Bab showed me are thick. <laughs> yeah. Mad thick. We share, so you've seen mine. Would you ever do that to your yes. brows? And let's say you're choosing sweater, colorful brows. Sweater. Sweater still. And then behind closed doors, I go with the beads. On the brow. Or 
And that's that. Let's get weird with Bullchuck, episode that's 43 it? edition. It's over? It's done? Hey, when you have gold like that. Dude, that came quick. It came quick because it was so good and fast. But in reality. I got so excited. It's like a 17-minute segment, dog. Wow. That was hot. It was. God, I'm so freaking in love with myself. I'm in love with JT and Chad. Those are bros I skipped life. right past you and went right to JT and Chad. They are so delicious. I'd like to kiss them one morning. What is it called again? Two homies... Two cross, star-crossed homies. Star two star-crossed homies or just star-crossed just, homies. Just star-crossed homies. Star-crossed homies. Okay. Episode forty-three. Star-crossed homies. Great production work by Bab. No split seats podcast. Zach Wilchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. What's up? It's this time of the show where uh, look, I think it's time for a little bit of story time. And uh, before we lead into that, I'll talk a little bit about a good friend of ours, good friend of the show. Really? Some Conor McGregor rumors that are going on. Oh, wow. Conor McGregor might fight Manny Pacquiao. Ugh. You've <laughs> lost me, dude. Do you believe that? Not only can I not believe it, I just... That sounds so stupid. Are you over that? Yes. Not I'm interested. way over it. Does I'm Pacquiao, not into that anyway. Does Pacquiao own a girl collection? Like, are we no, going to be doing any live? That's okay. the thing. I don't think Manny I'm Pacquiao's then, got dude. a place for us to go party at before this fight, so I'm not super into it either. But the more and more we get removed from Connor and this Mayweather fight and how much money he's got and the issues that he's having now with the Irish mob and all this crap, I don't know that he's ever going to fight in the UFC again. And if this Pacquiao stuff has any legs to it, which it might not, I mean, he can make quadruple the amount of money in that fight and one that he'll probably win against a old Manny Pacquiao who should retire, then if he fights Tony Ferguson or Max Holloway or Nate Diaz in the UFC... So, if you're weighing it, and you're trying to make money, why not do the boxing match? But as a fan of Connors, no. Who's going to watch that? People Who are going to watch it, watch that? People are going to watch it. People, it, it's... That sounds terrible. You think it's going to suck? Sounds like an awful night. Might be. That sounds like going to Buffalo in a blizzard, in a snow blizzard, and watching Peterman versus Brissett. People will watch that because it's a Conor McGregor fight, which will get me interested, no matter who he's fighting. Yeah, I know. I can see you're already sprouting down south. Absolutely. And uh, that's why. He'll make money for that. Good for him. And does nothing for probably, me. I'm glad you get to go make money when probably you, to beat up a senior yeah, citizen a, Manny Pacquiao. As a fan, it's like, dude, go defend your lightweight title against Tony Ferguson, who's a badass, even though now he's having elbow surgery. So why don't you go fight Nate Diaz? Bro? McGregor's a sellout, bro. Just admit it. I don't think. What, what do you mean by that? He's done with the UFC. I think he's done with the UFC, yeah. So he's he, that's it. I think he's done with the he's UFC. He's weak sauce. He wants to go fight a grandpa in boxing. Like, to make tons of money. It's just it's not for me, man. Nah, I don't like it either. So, Connor, we'll see what happens with you. Bab, you got anything you, uh, quick puck related or, or no? Nothing nothing happened in the hockey world? Quick puck has been postponed because I live another week. Okay. So, we'll quick puck it next week. That's something we to We should get to that, though, because he just said something that was pretty... Oh, yeah. Did I, just let the, did I just let the elephant in the room? What's yeah. that? What's that? That he, Bab, only has one more week. No, he doesn't. As a producer of <laughs> the Nosebleed Seats. What? Like, this is episode 43. Next week's episode 44. And that's going to be the last time Bab's going to be on, maybe not on the show, but producing the show, at least for the next. Bab's got a lot of things going on. He's graduating college. Hold dude. on. Like, what? Bab, yeah, Bab, he put the beer down and he's 
grabbing the diploma, believe it or not. Our BAB, Girl Collection yeah. semen-covered BAB. That BAB is going to walk across, a semen-covered BAB is going to walk across the stage with a cap and gown in less than five days. No way. Yeah. No. And so he's gone. He's up and out of our lives. He's got a great job. I, can't, I I'm not sure what it is. Is it Domino's or is it Pizza Hut down there in Houston? Uh, no, it's manager of the girl collection. Oh, really? Look at you. You were just cleaning the floor. You're going to go manage the girl collection, so no more cover charge, right? For us? Either that or it's going to be doubled. I haven't decided. Wait, 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 wait. We left a bad impression What do you mean by doubled? Like, dude, this is, you're going to technically have been a part of 44, but really 45 shows because we didn't put an episode number in front of the Mayweather-McGregor special, our first time together in the girl collection. We made memories of 45 shows together and we can't get vip yeah that is pretty sad bad you don't get vip at the girl collection it's amazing though that you started out there working and just cleaning the floors cleaning the toilets and booking radio shows and then next thing you know you're managing the bleeping girl collection that is incredible so you're gonna be back in your hometown in houston so bab leaves us it's a really really sad time this is the first time we've brought it to air so Sorry to all of our listeners. Bab's a key hog on our show. He does so much for us, and we're going to miss him greatly. We're going to miss him greatly, and he's got he's going to be living living in a really nice house, I think, with his parents and his sister, and he's super excited about it. Bab, how excited are you to go back and live at home? Uh, you feel good about it? Mm, okay. Not feeling so great about it. I know you wish you were still I'm here with us. I'm hoping a non-girl collection job opens up soon. Why Hopefully. you don't like you don't you're already sick of the girl collection? Yeah, you never get sick of the girl collection, Bab. Am I supposed to call whoever you just sent me? And not not right now. Oh, wait, okay. wait, whoa, what? We're doing? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on right now, but Bab's not going to be with us for much longer. So I guess we were supposed to do a quick puck tonight, but since he's we're got gonna one move more it to week, next week, because believe it or not, tonight was really supposed to be the last night Bab was with us. But we're really not doing that tonight we're doing that next week and then really he'll be with us the week after that and the week after that look if you want us to keep bab spread the word of the show man spread the word yeah, of the show like listen grow to the, the show. show help grow the show get more clicks get us some money so we can offer bab a paying job no we don't need money we just need your ears that's all we need which we just will need in your turn ears. provide us with financial sustenance and maybe like you know subscribe and like us and like five star us because Bab's the goner, and don't worry, Nosebleed Seats is still going to be here, but it'll never be the same without our third voice of the show. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I might I might cry. Like, no more Bab Chub? No more Bab Chub. What kind of world are we living in without a Bab Chub? A weekly interaction with Bab and that Chub. I don't know what to do with mine now. All right, guys. Well, let, let's lift this up. Let's get happy. We don't have to worry about that for a week. Honestly, I don't even. Let's talk about weddings. Let's talk Sad. about weddings. Let's talk about Michigan. Oh, you want to talk about weddings? I went. It's time for story time. Yes. There's stuff happening in our life. You are recently single, so Eric's ready to mingle. Uh, how's that feel? Yeah. No, no weddings for you in the near future. Uh, none that I will be the groom in. You know, but I may attend some and party like you did. Ah, uh, yes, we partied hard. I love partying at weddings, Look, man, wedding, especially when you're single, bar. because especially when there's mm. a lot of hot girls in the in the bridal party, get some booze, dancing going, some good eating, 
Fun wedding's a fun time. Well, it would have been great if you had been with me here at this one. I was I was kind of— a, Were there um, some babes where I've been hollering? Uh, I'm sure you would have been hollering, yeah. Detroit babes? Detroit babes left and right. Gosh, Detroit babes sound awful. <laughs> now, of course, I you know I was with my girlfriend, my beautiful, lovely girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Uh, as you, her day. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah, you're as, you're a gentleman. Yeah, so I was—you know, we were partying. We were, we were dancing on the—we were grooving on the dance floor. It was a great night. Overall, a great weekend in Michigan. It was cold. It was snowy. Shriveled. We went on a pub crawl. Shriveled very badly. Dang, so it sounds like it was just a weekend of binge drinking. It was for a you. weekend of just non-soberness, really, is what it was. Yeah. Start to finish. Those are your favorite kinds. Any house parties? Nope. Not really any house parties. Hotel room parties, yeah. Okay. Hotel okay. room next parties. Next best thing. Next best after, thing. Night after the wedding, we did this pub crawl deal. It was from one to six. We came back. After parties were in the hotel rooms. We kind of got like a strip of three right next to each other. In and out, rotating. Tons of just drinking. Straight out the bottle. Handle boozing. Oh. All kinds of craziness. It got grimy, it sounds it like. It was more than grimy. It was frenetical. Well, how much dancing did you do on the dance floor? I, You know you know me. I bring the energy, and I am just probably the best dancer on the floor. Okay. I set the tone. I need to go back real quick. You said a word frenetical that I have no idea what it means. I don't, I don't even think you know. You don't either? No, I okay. don't, but it sounded good, right? It and sounded really anything, good. No, but so then I thought it, maybe it, it worked. And then it was like a five-second delay, and then I was like, wait, what did he just say? Does he even know what he just said? No. So our wonderful producer, Bab, is going to figure out that what that word means for us, just frenetical. so we can see if you even used it right. Frenetical. Frenetical? Yeah, that's that's the one. Fr, I don't even know where it goes from there. Is it even a word? Yeah, I don't know. Does it exist for one? And if it does, Edical? what does it mean? There's no way that he used that correctly. How did I use it in my sentence? You said it was frenetical. I said, did it get grimy? You said it was more than grimy. It got frenetical, <laughs> and everyone looked around like, well, "What?" I'm you were unsure of your. I could tell you were unsure when you said it. Could you? Yeah. I, but would you think that people listening felt that as well? Or Had they, to have. They just they, the listeners were like, "Wait." What the I don't know, man, because I've been listening to what Reggie said last week, and I, I think I do kind of fake, bake, frenetic confidence. Frenetic, fast and energetic in a rather wild and uncontrolled fashion. Wow, okay. Look at you, Walt. You used it correctly. Holy crap. <laughs> you used it right, My man. dictionary in my brain is one of a kind. It really is. Webster? No, 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 no. It's Walchick. Walchick's dictionary. Frenetical, and my dancing was frenetical, baby. I bet. Did you split your pants? It was fun. I almost did. I will say, I went to White Castle for the first time. Before the wedding? Ever. Before you went booze it was dancing? Like, it was for lunch before the wedding. I was thinking, like, this will be good. I don't know what I'm going to really eat again. It's a wedding. The food's kind of... You, you never know. It was some chicken that was pretty good. Good sauce on there. Green beans can't go wrong, but it was light. I needed that grease to soak up the amount of alcohol mm -hmm. we would be drinking. Sure. So... I don't regret the White Castle. It was delicious. I'd recommend getting a side of honey mustard. Put the honey mustard on your little Better sliders. Better than Wendy's? Ooh. We've talked about this before. Wendy's is head and shoulders it the is best the honey mustard best. in all of the earth. I don't. I wouldn't say it's better, but it's definitely second place. Okay. No doubt. Do we even have White Castles here in no, Texas? No, it's only a northern thing, so we're screwed, but it gives you terrible gas. Oh. I was fighting having to take the number dose dose. All wedding long? All wedding long, man. And you were dancing, squatting to down? To the point like... of full disclosure. Yeah. You sharded? <laughs> you did? No, no, no. Oh. I would have left. Let's say join the club, friend. No, I actually had to go and take a, uh, take, 
A bath? A bathroom break. Oh, a bathroom break. Um, oh, I thought you meant like a, a bath. bath. Like you were with so like, disgusting. With like an hour left in the wedding. Thing went till midnight. About 11 o'clock, I was like, I can't deal with this uncomfort. Yeah, just go drop a and jumper, had, come back and party. I had done the, like, walk and talk. I had popped in there, tried to see, like, hey, is it busy? Yeah. It's busy. I don't like Finally, that. towards the end of the wedding, most of the people were kind of checking out. But, yeah. like, the, the the bridal parties and the young people that were just ready to rage. Mm-hmm. You. So I was able to sneak in there, get my business done, get out, then come back, rage face, recuperate on the dance floor with my girl. Good for you, man. Good for you. It now was great. White Castle, I've never had it before. Where does it compare... Honey mustard's not as good as Wendy's, but it's close. Is the burger kind of close to Whataburger? Because I know Whataburger's oh, head and shoulders man, the best It's not burger. comparable at all. Because, oh, okay, so it's not even what close. What White Castle is is little mini sliders. Okay, so I'm just talking about strictly taste. Like, I don't strictly care how small taste. it is. Just tell me the taste. No, like, not comparable at all. Oh, okay. Nothing. Okay. I, there's not much you could compare. I mean, if you wanted to compare it to, like, the dollar burgers at McDonald's or Wendy's or... Burger King, you know their dollar menu stuff. It's better than any of that crap, but it's not. No, it's not it's better. Not than, Whataburger. It's not Whataburger. Okay. All no. I needed to hear because they made a damn movie about it. No, we should do Zach and Walter and Shia follow go to Whataburger. Walter and we she, should make a short film. Walter and she go to Whataburger. I dig that. Yeah, look we at us. Do that. That sounds really like Holding a hands. good idea. The thing is, do you get a burger or do you go? Yes, I get a burger every time, hundred percent. I don't care what time. No honey butter is. chicken biscuit. Used to be all honey butter Chiquito. chicken biscuit. Those are good, but I'm I'm not passing up the burger. I don't care if it's eight a.m. or twelve a.m. Okay, I'm getting a burger. Okay, meat and cheese only. But we actually ordered pizza after the night of dancing. Jeez. So you guys went mad hard. Now, I, but but hey, but but you wrapped it up good at Ruby Tuesdays with a grilled chicken sandwich. Exactly, you feel right? good about yourself. Exactly. I, I respect that. I felt good about it overall. Yeah, no, I you felt did. cleansed and I felt replenished. Yeah. We also went to some delicious bakery mm. that had all kinds of delectable goodies. Got myself some chocolate mousse. It's phenomenal. Mousse. Some chocolate mousse. With knuckle? silky deliciousness. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to know about your dancing. Are you a good dancer? Do you dance kind of by yourself, or is it like slow a, dancing, or is it fast dancing? Honestly, I'm not a great dancer, but I try and just bring the energy. I am great from the waist up. Like, when I went to Israel in Europe, a lot of the dancing is like shoulders up. It's with your arms. Ah, uh, okay. I can dance like that. Yep. When it comes to like waist down, the legs, Moving the feet. they don't work for me. Okay. They don't work for me. So, Are you a waist bender or a knee bender? I don't think I know how to bend either. Wow. And I think I'm a waist bender. Okay. If anything, you're a waist bender. Yes. So I don't want you as my left tackle. No. Uh, I mean, nah, probably not. You got a good punch up yeah. top. I can do. I got a good like slide step, but no. Overall, no. no what's no, your no. What's your wedding jam? What's your go-to wedding jam? Ooh. Like when it comes on, you're definitely getting off the pot and going to dance. Shout. Oh you know what yeah. I'm about? That's oh, also yeah. In wedding crashers. It's in wedding crashers. I love that you song. You make me wanna shout. Hey, 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 shout now! Jump up yeah. and shout now! That was great. Big jam. They played a lot of country music too, and I'm oh. not, I don't know how to two-step. Oh. My girlfriend was kind of pissed. Vomit! Country music at a wedding pisses me. I know. Right and it's, off. It's, it's, we weren't really even in, in Texas. We were in Michigan, and they were dropping a lot of country. Gosh, that would tick me right off. I need Usher. I need Nelly. I know. I need some jams. Unbelievable. Shout's a good one though. Yeah. Props. Cake. Cake. You know. Get involved. I didn't have any cake. I don't think they had cake. Really? No cake. Were you champagneing it up? Was it open bar? Open bar, absolutely. I stuck to whiskey. Okay, smart. Stuck to the whiskey. 
Any tequila? Um, yeah, they actually had like margs that you could make for yourself. Oh, nice. Well, not that for yourself, but you could order a margarita. So. Yeah. Uh, tra- taste a little bit of that. Did you do any wine chugging? No wine chugging. No slap in the bag. There That's was some smart. slap in the bag at the hotel room after party, but I didn't partake. Last wedding I went to, I had too many wine chugs, and it ended in a top five worst hangover of any human beings ever had of all time. So mm. it's probably good that you stayed away from the from the wine chugs. Yes, I stayed away. Big time. But you went hard on the whiskey. Went hard on the whiskey, went hard on the women. I'm proud that you didn't split your pants. Not really, I I, I didn't split my pants. I tried to be good. I was good. I, I did my thing. I danced. I enjoyed myself. I tried to be a good date, which was my main concern. And I feel like mission accomplished. I think overall, it was a successful wedding. It was a good weekend with the girlfriend. I think all in all, it went above expectation. Like, I, I think I did the best I could. Because you were going as her date to, like, her friend's wedding. Yes. It's like, you didn't know anybody. The only person I knew was one of the other bridesmaids boyfriends who I had met at a party that we went to house party like Look, a month yeah house party bringing exactly. people together fellowship like a month earlier a month earlier a month earlier a month earlier oh there was that's who mouth. I went to White Castle with oh okay we had a bro date while the girls were getting dressed in their hair and their makeup we had a bro date to White Castles get some mouth yeah no 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 not again not again that was a one time thing I'd appreciate house it parties you, man you didn't talk about that again house parties yeah. Well, it was fun. It was a good time. So well, speaking was- of your girlfriend, I know you also did something crazy, which is, I don't even know how I really feel about it. You surprised her. Well, I haven't yet. Okay, well, you're going to surprise her. And, Bab, tell me how you feel about it. You know how I feel about pets. I'm, I'm not with it. But you better do you make think, sure she doesn't listen to this. Do you think it would be a good gift? Well, she knows what the gift is. Do you think it would be oh. a good gift? Just to know when it's coming. Quick, though. She knows it's going to be coming quick. We're talking about Walchick, remember? Ah. Um, that's for another podcast. She is going to get a puppy dog from Walchick, and oh. you like, is that a good gift? Like, would you want to be surprised with a puppy? Because that becomes like, here's a whole bunch of uh, money and responsibility. Um, coming from me dating someone who would probably like keel over and die if I surprised her with a puppy. In, in, good, in, in, good way, right. in, in a good way. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, no, Anna might actually like die, literally. Like the excitement would be too much. Heart attack. Okay. And she would die. And that's the reaction time. I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah, you're trying to kill uh, her. Amazing gift. I'd say you get solid boyfriend points. Thank you. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I know that girls if, they can if put your, anything if, to the if side. Your, if your girlfriend is into that. Okay. She's been saying she wanted a dog since literally the day I met her. And the opportunity presented itself. I've told her ahead of time that I'm getting you a dog, so you've got time to prepare. I'm covering the financials of boarding in terms of having a crate, bed, toys, food initially. 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 That, that first that first little treat, that first little Trisket biscuit it's dog It's not crap. to say all costs are covered. That's not the case. But if you wanted a dog, you knew that that was part of the deal. But but also the question becomes: Do you want to, as a, as a dog lover, do you want to be the one to pick your own dog, instead of have someone just hand you a dog and say, "This trust, is your dog now"? Trust me. Uh, if you have a significant other who likes dogs, they have filled your ear with what kind of dog they would. She okay, is an adorable so you... Australian Shepherd. I went and saw the dog. She's an angel. There's no doubt in my heart that she will not love her and be an incredible dog mom. Well, it's just here's a surprise: barking and shitting. 
responsibility. That yes. Some the people, birthday, the poop training some is going to be people, a thing. Some people are ready to accept that responsibility, Eric. Others. Some <laughs> people are good human beings, Eric. Yes, and others want dogs thrown on them for their birthday as a surprise. It's not a birthday gift. Oh, Christmas? It's a Christmas gift. Well, Merry birthday. I hope it works out for you. Dude. I, I really do. do too. And trust now me. it becomes y'all's dog. So now you and her are. No, no, no. It's, hers, it's her dog. Y'all are closer her, than you've ever dog. been before. That The next step is what? My thought process was never like that. My thought process was I come from a family that loves animals. If you can give somebody an animal as a gift, it's a great, great mitzvah thing you can do. By the way, happy Hanukkah to my Jewish tribal mates celebrating out there. Um, oh, today's day one? So the opportunity, yes, it's day one. Nice. So the opportunity presented itself. And I got the freaking dog. Now, friends and family have, yes, made that comment. And you're right. I don't deny that. It does kind of bring us closer in the relationship, sure. It's a big step. But that's fine. At the end of the day, it's still her dog. If we ever get a place together, then it's it will yours. be ours. And I'm happy to help as much as she wants. But it is her dog. I am giving it to her as a gift. Good, man. I think it's great for y'all. I think it's a really good step in the right direction for y'all's relationship. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And that is story time. With Nosebleed Seats. Nosebleed Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. Uh, do, you, do you smell that, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do smell that. It smells like gas. It smells like assholes. Yeah, it does. Must be the Yodas. Stinking Yodas. <laughs> I can hear their voices. Where's the Balkan? Where? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> hey. They're coming! Hey! I knew you about five minutes ago, freaking moron! Alright, well, you just went, just land already. Here. Take Jeez, NFC East, get over here, you D-bag. Take the headset. You do this every week. It's like you're scared. Here. All right, guys, I'm giving it up to NFC East. Football Yoda in the house, boys. It feels good. It feels good, man. NFC East, dude, are you still not in here? Hey, get in here, NFC East. Ha <laughs> I'm here, guys. I'm here, football. Don't worry what, what about it. What was that? You and Wolchuk had a little fisticuff action. Yeah, on. I can't stand Wolchuk, man. What, what, did he, what happened? He to looks y'all? like a. He looks like one of those guys that would eat at Ruby Tuesdays or something. He you know, did. just a guy that you don't want to be friends yeah, with. Yeah, no, I heard. Uh, we were listening on the Falcon. I know you like to sleep on the ride over here, but yeah, he said he ate at Ruby Tuesday. Got a grilled chicken sandwich. Isn't that a burger place? What a dumbass. Yeah, I can't stand Wolchuk, man. That guy sucks. He doesn't like you either, though. He's oh, there's the foam finger. The foam middle. The foam yeah. middle. <laughs> He's proud of himself with that. Very Dude, original, Walsh. We saw that last week, dickhole. Yeah, how was last week for you, NFCs? Last week was decent. Last week was decent. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles kind of shafted me a little bit because they actually came out on top. Really? And I saw, I didn't want to break the news on here because I didn't want to be that kind of guy. I knew Wentz was going to get hurt. Oh, and, you knew it. And so I'm thinking, okay, the Rams are going to come out on top. And that did not happen. So the Eagles screwed me over, but what a game it was. And at the end of the day, I feel like the Eagles still took an L because they lost Carson Wentz for the rest of the year. So it's a bad time to be an Eagle, but they did win, thus screwing me over. The Cowboys, I knew they were going to beat the Giants, and that was pretty much a no-brainer for me. So Wolchick was happy about that. 
Always, but, baby. Woo, go Cowboys, right? Well, Chuck. Yeah, I think Walchuk was really, really excited about that. So Cowboys won. I knew it. I saw it. And bam, we move on to Washington where the Redskins and Jay Gruden and the Potatoes take on Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. And the Chargers are coming alive, my friend. They're coming where? Alive. They are living. And they're dominant, and they beat the crap. Keenan Allen is a boss, and they might be the second or third best team in the AFC He now. is a sauce boss, right? So I Saucy called it. I knew, I knew the Redskins were not going to win. Just injury-ridden, those Redskins. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a decent week, two and one. I mean, I stay with a winning record every week. Solid, but dude. Just want to get that three and oh. I think I'll get that just this week. Just keep picking the Cowboys to win. I think you'll be good. Hopefully so, football. Hopefully so. Uh, should I pick mine, or do you want to review yours? Or how uh, do you... I can review mine, and then we, you can go ahead and pick yours. So I got... How'd you do, man? I went 2-1 and one as well, dude. Yeah? Yeah, so okay. we're, we're both uh, total what? 4-2? Four 4-2, and two? Four and two, man. That's Killing where we stay. It. That's where we live. Killing it. So the Chiefs beat the Raiders. Dominant. Knew it would happen. Mm -hmm. uh, Steelers over the Rams. Foresaw that, even though I knew it was going to be a great game. I knew Le'Veon was going to get three. I just didn't know if it would be... All rushing, all receiving, how many of each, but it ended up being two rushing, one receiving. Phenomenal game. But the uh, the Seahawks blew it for me in Jacksonville. Jacksonville rose to the occasion, and uh, they got the win. I think that reporter that thought Gus Bradley was still the head coach. Oh, yeah. He hit the E-spot, I think, journalism or yeah, something. Yeah, man. Really good journalism. Uh, thank God Gus isn't there anymore because I was still thinking that they were the crappy Jags. Now they're apparently pretty good. So two and one. Thanks to the Jags spoiling my week. So why don't you go ahead and give us your picks? All right. So we move on to this week where I'm looking to go three and oh, and I'm feeling pretty confident. Per pretty confident, Wolchuk. Here's the reason why. Cowboys are going to Oakland. Oakland yeah, has buddy. been bad. Sunday night football. Been bad. That is Sunday night football, isn't it? Prime time. Well, guess what? Wolchuk's Dallas Cowboys are going to go in to Oakland, and they're going to come out. Victorious. Hell yeah, Walchuk, you hear that? Yeah, eat Please it, Walchuk. Eat it, Walchuk. F U N F C East, but go Cowboys, baby. Cowboys get the win. I saw it. It's my vision. I can't help it. They win. Screw Walchuk. On to the next one. The Eagles and the Giants. Nick Foles and company. Yeah. That's that a Folesy, sad, sad Folesy time. Guy. Remember that L we talked about with the Eagles? Yeah, big yeah, time. It was L. a big Nick Foles L. Mm. And Nick Foles is heading into. The Meadowlands, I think, or wherever the hell the Giants play. Yeah, I don't know where it is either. And uh, they're going to take on the Giants, and the Giants are going to lose the game. Wait, who are they playing in the Giants? The Eagles. The okay. Eagles are playing the Giants. Gotcha. So the Eagles are going to win that game with Nick Foles, believe it or not. They're going to rally around him. They're going to get one good victory out of the way for Nick Foles before he sends their season spiraling down. So Giants lose to the Eagles, Cowboys beat the Raiders, and then we head over to Washington where the Cardinals head into Kirk Cousinsville. And Kirk Cousins and company, guess what they do? They lose. Go, they lose. They yeah. lose games. Football, you know it better than I do. Redskins lose, Cardinals win, and the only team in the NFC East that win this week is the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys keep their playoff hope alive. Eight and six and still alive. Believe it or not, man, they were six and six Crazy. last week. We had a 500 party. Crazy. Now they're headed to eight and six. All right, well, we're running out of time, buddy, so it's time for me to take the reins on this All right, bad boy. you go, football. You go. Preach, football. Give me that knowledge, baby. Guys, I'm going to do you a treat, and I'm only going to give you the biggest games of the weekend. We start in Kansas City. 
It's Arrowhead. It's Saturday night football. It's the battle for AFC West supremacy. The LA Chargers, red hot, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs just got a big win over the Raiders, as you talked about. This week, they fall back to 500. The Chargers continue their winning ways and get a victory in Kansas City. NFC West, Seahawks, Rams. Who wins? Another big-time game with big-time playoff implications. Goff and the Rams coming off a loss. So are the Seahawks, and they're pissed. Seahawks are at home. Russell Wilson is balling. He will make just enough plays, and the Seahawks' defense will contain that Rams' explosive playmaking offense just enough to get the victory. Finally, the afternoon game that really probably should be the Sunday night game. The Patriots, the Steelers, the battle for home field in the AFC playoff. The Patriots own the Steelers, but this one's in Pittsburgh. No Shazier, maybe no Hayden. The Patriots don't lose back-to-back games. The Steelers will fall to Brady and the Pats, and New England will reclaim their spot atop the AFC. There you have it. Chargers, Seahawks, Patriots, Football Yoda, out. Well, I'll be damned, Wolchuk. Coming in with some fire on that Falcon. Those two SOBs. Man, that was a good one this week. Running close on it, but hey, they got us through. They got in and out. They came quick. They came hard. They came fast. We love that. No Split Seats Podcast. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafala, producer Bab, with us for at least one more week. Woohoo! Love you, Bab. Episode 43 in the book. Star Crossed Homies, book it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I do want to give one shout out to retired Matt Barnes, former NBA player now. 15 years. Famous quote, Matt Barnes. Violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is. Devin Thank Hester, you, Matt. also retired. Shout out to you, my friend. Thank you to SD Media. Happy birthday to Deja. She turned 22 over the weekend. We love you. Hit us up. www.nosepleatseatsradio.com. Thank you to the Diamond Broker. Thank you to WBLZ Sports. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised. Yeah, yeah, yeah.